we did just to leave off last week. And what's... Oh, this is far too cheerful music. Hold on. This is not a correct playlist for this. <laughs> this needs the spooky time playlist for the we spooky We are fleeing hole. for our lives, so... It Another was world. largely establishing a foothold on the far side of the Jewel Gateway Station. I don't think we've done anything like that. What was the goal? That was the goal. We trying to do. <laughs> That's true. We That's... left a whole bunch of patches of what seemed to be sentient, like bladed crystals that are just generally angry. Let's put stakes. Thus far, them. we've uh, just run for our lives. I really we've left an entire purple worm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We just run for our lives. That's all we've done. Cobblers yeah, in Hell World. We hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, let's just go to another gate. Screw this place. We're not well, even I mean, there yet. You're not even there. We've got to cobbler. It could get so much worse. <laughs> Could be a city of sentient ghouls. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> I don't want to hear these words. <laughs> As we had left off last week, we were fleeing. We were fleeing hard from a massive purple worm uh, that almost filled the large cavern in which we'd encountered it. We did what seemed to be a lot of damage to it, before it just burrowed back underground out of sight, and we certainly took the opportunity to go to a different place. Mm -hmm. So as we come back in here, our new episode. First of all, thank you, as always, to Paizo for sponsoring our show, thank having us Paizo. over here on their Twitch network so that I can kill these people in style. <laughs> you see graffiti on the wall. Thanks, Paizo. <laughs> <laughs> the crystals, like, spell it out. Inside <laughs> <laughs> the tunnel. Did you, uh, but did you know that canonically that the Paizo Golem is actually like a statted creature that exists? Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, it is. Because Earth and Galarian are in the same Yeah, Galarian's just like dimension. a planet. It's it's still out there somewhere in mm -hmm. the material plane. Because there is an emission so path that Earth is also Earth. there. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Paizo Golem lives apparently in Seattle, Washington. <laughs> wow. I, I never I, would have expected Never would have expected that. It blew my mind there. Wow. I learn something new every day. And it's deep under the deep underneath Paizo headquarters is actually an ancient vault. This golem is <laughs> Where there. they keep the Paizo golem. Exactly. It feeds all of the ideas to flesh out, telling them the stories, much as we are here. Isn't it 2010? Galarian. What? Isn't it 2010? Like Mythic 10? I think so. I know I know it has a special rule that's literally like it doesn't take damage or any effects from any ability that it doesn't feel like acknowledging. I know it just straight up has that as a rule, so it's like And like in the middle of like the Paizo conference table is the Paizo Palantir where like they look into it and see the worms staring and gazing back at them and then they cover it back up. I was like, what's its AC? Uh, just, just roll a die, just man. Just roll a die, really man. Matter. It's it's if, the, if your roll pleases the Paizo Golem, maybe you'll do damage. Like <laughs> there are... He just likes to watch you roll dice. <laughs> there are actually, just to answer, is it Z-Fools? There are There uh, are APs three. that actually do involve Earth in first edition, yes. There's one that's almost exclusively on Earth, uh, Rain of Rain Winter. Rain of Winter. Yeah. is what you're looking really for. Really cool. But it is touched by some other uh, adventure paths as well. And then there's a couple anyway. others. Yeah. Back to the show. The That's why I want to get this before we like got into things. So we were running away, mm -hmm. taking the opportunity to flee down this adjoining tunnel that heads further out to the east to directions unknown, but it's you know not where the purple worm is right now. Anyone and what we're currently after is not where the purple worm yeah, is. Right yeah, now. yeah. So as long as we're not going down. Well, the tunnel makes its way, uh, winding somewhat uh, erratically 
with several relatively sharp junctures. Uh, very quickly becomes apparent that the passage that you're traveling through now uh, is not one of these cylindrical tubes that's been bored out by the worm itself. This is a much more natural passageway. Uh, just some uh, crevice, really, continuing through the earth. The crystals fall behind you pretty shortly into your run and leave you with a much more mundane, traditional, dark cavern. Uh, it is dry. There is no real sign of any kind of dripping or no gross underground rank stench, but it is largely devoid of any real notable landmarks. Uh, you're able to run quickly for a few hundred feet with just the light of Roshin's blade here still leading the way until the going becomes not challenging, uh, but certainly much more complex. Uh, again, this is not these bored out tunnels that have an easily accessible flat ground. Sometimes the going becomes a uh, very sheer, the footing angled one way or the other are even more precarious, shattered between various bits and outcrops of stone. Uh, the tunnel itself never becoming terribly wide, sometimes opening up to 10, almost 15 feet around, sometimes with little offshoots, fissures, and passages that appear to be forks. But investigation shows that they either end or narrow beyond any point of realistic passage pretty shortly. Uh, but as you make your way through this tunnel, after some minutes of escape, the sounds of the crystal caverns falling behind you be replaced with nothing but that of your own movement. What are y'all doing? Mar 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 Marshall? Yeah? Do you want to take out the magical underground box again and see where the heck we are? I think okay. we all need a bit of a breather. Okay, hold on. I'm just my bag. Oh. Pull out the dwarven sandbox thing. Okay. Does it talk to you? Oh, only sometimes. And the other voices in my head, too. Oh. Well, that's comforting. That's comforting. <laughs> you pull it out, shake it a little bit, and then open it up to uh, try to take a look at possibly where exactly you are. And the sand in the box seems to be laying just normally. Oh. It's a shallow bowl or some cut against the sides, but it gives you no knowledge. Well, I think it might not have uh, have enough time to recharge or something, because it's, uh, look, it's not really working at the moment. Oh. Well, it's not like we have any choice on where to go. It's just that way. Yeah, just <laughs> pretty much forge ahead or go back to where the worm lives. Where's my darling? Do you have any more of those little concoctions you put together? How is everyone looking about <clears throat> now as you... She's looking pretty beat up. Oh, she I, looks like she got swallowed, chewed up, and spit out by a worm. <laughs> I, Wait I, a minute. <laughs> I, oh, no, and I think that's exactly what happened. I, I do, in fact. I actually have uh, some new ones that I've been uh, working on for you. I think you're going to really, really like the way these smell. I guess as long as the smell is nice. For some reason, it seems to work, so go with it. Uh, Resume will uh, take them out and just start tossing them on you. Perfume is just spraying from every direction. Oh, oh my gosh. you smell lovely of moss and dandelions and hay? 
Why are my wounds <laughs> closing? I don't understand. Joel <laughs> is gagging just by the pure stench. I thought that How smelled bad. <laughs> my nostrils are just going to close up. Uh, what did we roll? Like, what, just 18 apiece? Like 18 apiece. 18 yeah. piece, uh, so we don't have to roll 3d6 100 times. Give me five, please. Five it is. Was it, was it 3d6 plus six is what it was? Yeah, yeah. I thought we I said it was 16. 16 is what we were going with. Oh, you want to do 16? I'm pretty sure it was 16. Okay, that, that's a number that makes more oh, no, sense. Yeah, 16. I'm going to just give it 18. So, like, well, we'll give you plus like 1.5 and then just call it a wash because oh, okay. Okay. So you can have 16 is technically below average it makes me feel bad. Okay. Well if we're not really doing anything. 10.5 right? Go ahead and yeah, do 10.5 basically. Okay. I'm gonna do a medicine check on myself. Okay. It's potato time. All potato right. time. So I'll take a seat have, and uh, uh, two to spare for me. Of course. I, I got plenty. Very nice roll. The ribs are a little yes. bruised from getting smashed against the ceiling. So you'll easily be able to restore 48 health to yourself. Yeah, yeah I mean that's uh, nice. No, there's no cut. You did, you did it with the die. Like, you're yeah. good. I gave you four before. I gave you five. And now you need two? Yes. Five, How about it? Seven, so that's 12 plus. Okay. Uh, 10, so 22. Pretty good potato. That's a decent chunk. Pretty good potato. Resume Dow, we finally reached the level where we intended it to go like three levels ago. <laughs> so it's not. Uh, I'm going to take one myself. Goals. I'm going to take one myself, actually. Uh, her smell like gardenias. And they're absolutely lovely. That so the... you give me hay. <laughs> hay and moss and dandelions. <laughs> what a mine Here's smell like. yard trash. <laughs> um, Weeds. You get essence of weed. Uh, yours smell like the ocean. I think that's a little bit of a different scent. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> well, no, it's not a dank cave. You said so yourself. That's fair. It's getting danker but, by the moment. But here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know why you all are getting mad at me. It's not like I can control what they smell like. As the magic becomes more powerful, it just kind of warps itself to whatever it thinks should work on you. I don't imagine that's how alchemy works. Trishik, is that how alchemy works? Resme. What? You are a magic person. Yeah. How can you not control the scent? Because it's... Look, it's different. It's like you're making perfume and it's incense, so it's kind of an art and a science at the same time. And who am I... To, to contain my art, to contain that which makes it it. Right, I'm gonna go to sit I, down I, over there I, for a minute. Resume smells like a mix of a shopping mall and. We have those? A what? A shopping mall. <laughs> a marketplace. A, shop, a marketplace. A bazaar. There you go. A, a bazaar. bazaar. There you go. Oh, I bazaar. bazaar. You're right. And the battlefield. <laughs> well, yes. It's I do, quite disturbing. I do think it's funny that this does not at all nope. quell Rasheen's <laughs> constant smell scent of, of death. Hay, dandelion, grass, and blood you, and steel. Rotting <laughs> battlefield. You smell like a battlefield. Not yeah. fresh battlefield, thank oh, you. Oh, sorry, fresh battlefield. Fresh battlefield. But dear, what I mean, do you think about it? Just for a record, I don't control what happens when I grow large. When I was just growing big, at first it was just big, and then next thing you know, I'm you know, getting runes and having fire beard and stuff. For the record, I, I completely control my magic. I'm 100%, 100% control. If I want it to go up, it goes up. If I want it to go down, it goes down. Yes. Well, isn't that nice for you? Oh, it's called it your magic. Have you studied your own magic? Have you no, I'm born with it. There's not a whole lot I can really do about it. But yes, I have studied it quite a bit. And it's so much more fun to just let it do what it wants. Sounds like a child. Is she a child? Oh, I mean, she is the youngest. She would be much younger than. Uh, <laughs> Marshall and Rasheed, yeah. Huh, okay. I, I think me and you are quite literally the oldest ones in the group. 
Wow, that's a thought. <laughs> Does Mom! age visibly, <laughs> oh, the age visibly show on her Rooksy? <laughs> crushing my shoulders right now. Does age visibly show on her Rooksy? You get, get bigger. They get bigger. They're like goldfish. goldfish. They don't stop growing. <sighs> Literally, they don't stop growing. So average height is between six and seven feet. I'm almost seven feet tall. Like old grandpas, He's like an nine old and a half feet. Yeah, yeah like old grandpas <laughs> are own bent cave. over and shrunken. And when they stand up, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry it, was, it wasn't why this was your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> grandpa's 14 feet tall. How does that make you feel? I mean, we're used to it. We have alligators in Florida. Can, so. <laughs> That's can, true. Can I ask a question? Since, you know, we're sitting here and... We're all together now, and well, apparently just walking through this cave. Why did they build the gate in this cave? I mean, if you were gonna build it in front of a city, wouldn't you want to build it like near the city, the, like the not gate, down in a cave? I don't the know. gate, the gate, the, the gate, the gate was for the, the drills. Yes, the it wasn't for a city. It was specifically for the, the big geod, the the room full of oh, because it was right. pretty. That's I mean, why the elven architect, in his infinite wisdom, decided to send a gate to the center of the earth where there were pretty rocks to look at. That sounds that like sounds a like pretty elves. elvish thing to do. Plus, it looks like something valuable, so they figured they'd keep it safe that way. It's basically glass, though. They must not have had true chic scale back when they first did it, and then they just maybe they did though, and they just didn't realize it until it was too late, and then they decided to leave it like that and just pretend that it was just because well, it looked nice. The scale is not mine. Is not my make. I picked it up for, from an Ebedarin priest. It was a good deal. Did you pick it up, or did, did you he have a second scale that he could weigh it on? <laughs> it was a, it was fair, a stock room full of them, basically. They're a, a fairly common tool, as far as I'm understanding, but you can only get them at the bank. Fascinating. Anyway, <laughs> that um, that reminds me. We should, uh, I'm hungry. Does anyone, uh, want anything to eat? Oh, no, Marshall, I'm not. <laughs> I meant, did we- Half-eaten potato. <laughs> I, I meant, did we want to rest here for a couple of minutes and, and have a snack, or, or were, we, were, were, were we just gonna go on? Well, I wouldn't mind catching my breath, and besides, I think Marshall's still stuffing potatoes in his mouth, and, uh, yeah. I'm still supplying <laughs> these things and waiting to be able to smell myself again. So you would definitely, uh, uh, even as soon as you rested and started rustling through your bag, I would say that uh, Marshall has gotten himself fairly well wedged into a position with some rocks that looks at least comfortable adjacent, if not necessarily comfortable, which is somewhat difficult in these caves, but they're not terrible. It's I'm at least dwarf. very much dry. <laughs> and uh, you you would be able to rest here for some time, uh, refocus, uh, do whatever it is you need to do, uh, prepare a brief meal even. There's plenty of space and plenty mm. of surfaces throughout this cave. No. Is there any um, like fauna in this cave, like any wildlife, any It would rodents? actually be absolutely nothing. Uh, as far as you see as you, uh, as you come through, you would not have seen absolutely anything. But uh, if you want to make me a survival check is what I'm going to go with. Survival check? While you're resting survival. here. Sixteen on the die. Um, a thirty-two. The thirty-two. Looking around, you can see pretty clear signs that 
wildlife. Uh, it's not like a cave void of existence. Uh, you can see uh, definite indications that a variety of insects uh, ha at least have been here at some time and have, uh, it appears, chewed and even bored small, almost like pencil-thin holes through some of the various nooks in the rock. And some larger cracks and crevices have bits of markings and staining that certainly imply that larger creatures have passed or possibly even stayed here. Uh, but at the moment, it seems to be completely barren. Uh, you would, with a 32, pretty easily be able to tell that a cave like this very possibly has not seen light in centuries or millennia. Uh, and just the fact that Roshin's sword is illuminating the cavern would possibly be enough to send everything scurrying. Scatter. What is that? Long before you were anywhere near enough to see any of them. Bye, cuz. But... After 10 minutes, uh, refocused, healed as you can be. Your options really are just press on, find this town of Kavler, or head well, back to Jewel Gate. Backward is not an option. I guess... There is a gatekeeper. <laughs> He's upset. I guess we go forward, but I'm really not in the mood for taking precautions right now, so let's, 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 be, extra, let's be extra careful. Right. Right. Um, that is a bit uh, contradictory. I, oh, sorry. I meant I'm really not in the mood to get surprised again by a giant purple worm. Let's take some extra precautions. I don't that, think that makes more sense. That we get to uh, control when it pop up from the ground again. There's not really any precautions we could take about that except for not being anywhere near it. No, but I think there are some things. I think we should we should we should be a little bit more hyper-aware, like, expect the unexpected, like... I'll stare into the rock walls particularly hard. And as you'd come into the chamber with the purple worm originally, uh, it seems apparent to, to all of you that it must already have been there and you had simply walked in on it, uh, because when it made its escape, when it was moving, it is so... Like irrationally large, <laughs> that it is it is not subtle. The cave was quaking for almost a full minute after it had disappeared from view, just from nice. the thing's movement through the stone. Walk in on a purple worm, get a wash bucket in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he did not appreciate it. <laughs> did not. He was napping. Um, I am gonna take out the stone and look through it pretty frequently as we're walking. Actually, Trishik. Cursed us. There's not any branch and paths coming up ahead, but perhaps you wouldn't mind going a bit ahead of us and seeing what you can see. If you would like, my goggles will not continue working for more than 30, maybe 40 minutes, but. Well, Caution, you might as well take advantage of it while we have it. Oh, they last for what originally? One hour. One hour, yeah. I'd say at this point, if you put them on when you got into the caverns, you probably have, yeah, like 20 minutes left on them, I think. I think that's probably right-ish. Well, in the meantime, I'll probably sit up front because I can see in the dark just fine. And I'll have my axe ready in case that worm comes back. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. It's wide enough, actually. So, plenty of room. Some spaces in the caverns would definitely have space for Marshall to reach his full capacity. Some would be a little tighter. It's a cave. Uh, it is a cave, yeah. yeah. A natural cave has a wide variety of different situations uh, moving throughout it. But continuing forward... Uh, to, to seek out a little ways ahead. I'll uh, I'll be scouting. Yeah. Are the rest of you like 
trailing him, not, or are you just kind of waiting seeking. for him to come back? What, no, 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 we're, no, we're trailing, trailing him. him. Okay, I have no idea how trailing. long this cave is. We'll tra- right. He's basically just going to be like, like I'm at the edge so, yeah. of what you guys can see in the light because I can see much farther. I'll be seeking. Okay, so you're scouting and you're watching well, back seeking, around not the. Not uh, scouting. I'm, I'm looking with my eyes. Okay, um, you're looking up ahead. You're looking back by the group. Marshall's right. always ready to slap something. He's yep. scouting. Yep. Uh, Roshin. Um, Roshin. At, at the moment, I'll be recalling knowledge. I'll, I'll okay. do that for now. How about you? Uh, for the moment, recalling knowledge. We've got some thinkers here. Uh, very hyper aware of your surroundings, whether you're peering into the crevices in the darkness, alert for any kind of attack, whether you're trying to think, find some hint of where you could be, or what else could be lurking within. Just for um, giggles, I want to go ahead and try to sense direction. That way I know which way is north while we're in here if no one has a compass on them. Okay. Um, via survival or is that via like a spell? It's code? via survival, but since I'm a worn navigator, I have no penalties for not having a compass. I'm used to being on the ground. Yeah, this is just kind of a larger version of a Yosoki Warren, so. Yeah. So I just want to. For his peace of mind, he's trying. he's been trying to parse out which way is north. What is that on the die? That's a three. That's a three. Oof. So it's a 19. I mean, with the 19 still, a 19 is a Warren Navigator. Like, sense direction is not something that inexplicably <clears throat> becomes harder as you become higher level. Uh, however, you have not yet gotten any kind of a frame of reference. Um, everything about your surroundings and the geography has been stationary and enclosed. So even if you had something as simple as, like, an underground river or some kind of a flow... Anything that could give you the slightest amount of bearing. Uh, moss going throughout the caverns could help with that. But right now, with nothing to go on, you could pretty easily keep your bearings relative to the Jewel Gate exit portal. But relative to the greater world, you're unsure. That's a step to not getting lost. H- have I mentioned I really don't like bats? Do you, do you think there are any bats in this cave? It is entirely possible. Like there is a self-contained ecosystem down here. Oh. Who knows? I, I really don't like bats. One of you knowledge lads wants to give me a nature real quick. I curiously have that. Well, we'll let you roll it while uh, Raz is getting his directions here. Uh, that's going to be a 26. Oh, 26. Uh, you can certainly put together that... Well, that purple worm seems to be fully capable of burrowing around the different places. If it's here and if it was staying here, well, there has to be enough food to sustain a purple worm Mm. not too far. Mm. And it was a big lad. It was big. That means big bats. Big bats. I don't like bats. Well, there might not be bats per se. There could be all sorts of things, like perhaps... uh, Giant spiders? Well, I was thinking of a city full of people who aren't too terribly cautious about where they live. I don't like spiders either, but I like them better than bats. I like bats. I like rats with wings. I know, and that's what I was going to say. I'm not surprised. And pig noses. I mean, no, stop! No! Ew! We're on the ground, so I would expect giant centipedes or something, maybe. Oh, that's I don't a like relief. centipedes. <laughs> giant centipedes are very common in Galeria as well. <laughs> I don't think I've seen a level one arc without some. So. <laughs> Everywhere, whether it's an abandoned basement, an asylum, a well, cave, goblin warrant, a giant centipede's everywhere you look. Well, Glorian's not a, a nice place to live. 
I, yeah, I'm not really positive about anyone is alive on the surface of this planet with just like 13th level encounters wandering around yeah. in the woods all over the place. But you know, they do their best. <laughs> peasants got a peasant. Peasants got a peasant. I mean, I mean, they don't have a choice. They I mean, have no options. No, they're just. Oh, you mean like this? Oh look, he's got the wings. You know, if I saw something like that coming around the corner, that'd be quite intimidating. Wait, 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 let me see this. Well, don't you worry, Resume. If the bats bats come out, I'll shout them right out of the sky for you. So as you're uh, making your way down this cavern, probably much to Shashik's chagrin, loudly conversing and joking behind him as he's getting into the They're the distraction while I look around. You wouldn't have it any other way. I think, he, I think he would have it literally <laughs> in the other way. At this point, I'm far enough away, it's not my problem. You can definitely, but the sound's got nowhere else to go. You can definitely hear it echoing down the tunnel. Uh, you reach a point where there is a bit of uh, a minor uphill climb. Not so much that the tunnel really curves, but there, there is an obstruction uh, that you're pretty easily able to maneuver up and around. I'll just keep walking like normal and it just... And <laughs> as, you, uh, as you get up, uh, no perception check needed, you can start to hear a continuous, almost rolling thunder coming from up ahead of you. At the top of this obstacle, this strange uh, chunk of cavern, the cave seems to widen up a decent ways. And out ahead of you, you can see it opens into a very wide, uh, maybe a couple hundred feet across, uh, open expanse that only rises to an overhead of maybe 40 or 45 feet. Uh, the area is the first sign of any real life or habitation you've seen, as it is strewn about with what look to be ancient stone buildings. Uh, looks like it was a small settlement of some kind that was well constructed, but has long since fallen to ruin. Uh, Walls damaged and crumbling, not a single intact roof is left throughout this small little gathering of buildings, uh, much of which are clustered against the far side of the cavern, leaving a pretty decent amount of empty, much flatter space between you and there. Is this difficult for anyone else to climb? No, it's going to take them a minute. Like, it might take them a sec to get up, but it's not, not even like requires a climb check. It's just like takes a little finessing to get up. Well, then, uh... It's not worth, like, rolling for kind of thing. Back down towards everybody, I'll say, it's possible we have found a location. I don't know what we're looking for. Bats! No, we're not looking for bats. There's a dwarven city named Kavlar. I do not see big letters anywhere. Could be place, could be ruins. Are there dwarves there? Do I see people? I don't see anybody. It seems unlikely that any sane person would <laughs> choose to live in a, a town in this state. Well, Raz, weren't you saying something about this place? It being run down or that? Uh, Kavlar, Kavlar, Kavlar. I don't remember Kavlar being run down. I thought that was still... You remember Sagarak being run down, yeah, which the, was like the... Like, the Kavlar the grander, was just kind of like a little thing. The, the grander kingdom Kavlar was part of was run down, but Kavlar is still functioning, I believe. Perhaps this is one of the outlying settlements. I wonder how long ago. We could at least take some shelter there, perhaps, if we need to. Ooh, that's interesting. We could look at the evidence of a lost civilization. Maybe find bats. Why are you being mean? I don't like them. They have, they have claws on their wings. That's not natural. All of you would also hear this thunderous, <laughs> this thunderous sound 
uh, as you ascended up. And those you marshal with dark vision would also easily be able to see what does look like it was a dwarven settlement. Uh, I just kind of grip my axe a little bit tighter. I'm just. Oh. Well, the light from your sword definitely does not extend far enough to allow you, uh, or even those of you with low light vision, uh, to really see much of the settlement. I'm clicking on my dark vision. Oh, with that, you'd point. be able. Then you would be able to see it because well. I'm seeking. So it Shilling might be a good his idea. Eyes from the light, I don't see anything. Oh, you, you don't have dark vision. I have low light. You silky don't have dark vision. Nope. Wow. Lizard okay. folks don't even have. Low yeah, I mean light. they they actually did really roll it back in second edition, so it's not like lol everyone but humans has dark vision. Mm. So it's uh, I, I'm I'm okay with that, but it's surprising that like the rats that live in an underground cave network don't have dark vision. They have to bring little torches with yeah, them. They have little, little, little candles. Little, rat little candles. You know, take candle. <laughs> you know, take candle. <laughs> well, I would imagine that a rat warren would be a lot like a, a beaver dam where light still gets in. I guess, yeah. I guess it's not as like underground complex as I thought. It's more like a, it's almost like a kobold lair. Yeah. Like it's sort of surface level. And they are, you know, actually civilized people. They do have light sources. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they do. Mm. I've seen the, the, the main picture of the rat folk in the, what was it, APG that added them? Has like the fanciest freaking dress. Oh, the long and, snouts. And the little fan. <laughs> I love the long snouts. So they are very civilized. But I mean, I, I just still assumed because war and civilization are now, I just kind of figured they had dark vision. So yeah, um, you two wouldn't be able to see it, but with your dark vision thing on and your goggles still, uh, you, you, you can see your vision starting to pull in a little bit as the magic's starting to fade out of them. Martial has no problem. Uh, you can see the outlying settlements. Do I, uh, well, actually, what I, I don't think I would recognize it. I would probably hear about it just from being, you know, dwarven and mercenary and everything else, probably, right? Yeah, looking down at this area and having grown up in the Five Kings Mountains, I mean, it would be recognizable architecture. Yeah. Uh, well, what city it is specifically, you can't, like, what have been, you can't tell, but it's definitely dwarven make. Uh, and it's not like they build exactly the same buildings humans build on the surface, just underground. It's it's a different life with a very different style. Gotcha. So I'm I'm kind of just looking around, going, oh, so this is what my cousin was talking about. Oh, that's a little bigger than I remember. Your cousin lived here at some oh, point. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he was uh, my older cousin. He's the one that convinced me to join the dwarven army. Hmm. And he was stationed out here for a little bit, and uh, that was about 20 years ago. Looks like the assignment didn't go terribly well in the long run. Shh! What is that noise? It sounds like thunder. Why would it sound like thunder? It's, Water, perhaps. It could be another uh, big worm, perhaps. Shh! Now, me, notably, the cave does not seem to be moving at all. There's no actual rumbling that you can feel. Uh, but Seekers, why don't you roll me a perception check really quick? 31. Uh, 23. I already hit the wrong one. I pulled the dice because I'm bad. Um, so with a 23, you're kind of focused on a sound listening, trying to put out what it might be. A 31, uh, maybe it's your Ruxy heritage, perhaps. This is more notable to you. Uh, but you can tell that the air is certainly not as dry as it has been in the caverns coming up here. Uh, the hu humidity is the ambient. Moist. Yeah, the ambient humidity is certainly increasing a decent amount. Uh, and it's very possible it is, in fact, water that you're hearing rushing. It could be underwater spring, perhaps. Uh, the air feels slightly wetter here. Is it warm? Just a little warmer? 
I, I guess that means we could be moving in the right direction. Temperature would probably be about the same. Yeah. Well, no one goes and builds a settlement in an area where there's no water. That's that true That should be enough. as true down here as it is up on the surface. Till that to the Osirians. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting They like went point. out of their way to do that. <laughs> I don't think they actually don't know too much about Osirian. I suppose yeah. they must have water in there somewhere. No. They bring it. That doesn't make a, that doesn't make a bit of sense. Most Maybe. of the things they do not. Maybe they like the work. Yeah, I think they like the work. Some people like the work. I don't like sand. It gets in everywhere and. Stuff. I guess stuff right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we all just walk away. Everyone just leaves and pushes it back down. And, you know, four man party goes on. So uh, you tell the worm that joke. <laughs> as you continue outward, oh, he'll it, eat it up. <laughs> I love it. That was actually pretty that good. Was that was legit. I can't that was that one. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> I am, but I can't really be that mad. <laughs> you get a rat for your joke. Take the you rat. Grab him by the face? What are you doing? Take I grabbed him by the shoulders. How do you tell? The, the face is right here. This is shoulders. Anything. Your rats are confusing because they're amorphous blobs. They almost look like one. <laughs> Don't you fetch it, my rats. <laughs> anyway. Just because they are the size of a small cat. <laughs> anyway. As you make your way out into this much more open cavern, uh, the footing still somewhat erratic, but now much flatter, much more easygoing than the last, I don't know, uh, possibly couple thousand feet. The light of your sword makes very clear how exposed you are, especially to you two, who uh, can't see super far. Uh, you, Raz, with your low light vision, will be able to make out the ceiling of the cavern. Low light. Oh, you also have low light? Same okay. Thing. So, both, oh, right. Yeah, so you both will be able to make out the ceiling of the cavern in the low light. Uh, but as you come out into this expanse, it just fades off into darkness in every other direction. That's oppressive. Uh, surrounded by, well, what could potentially be anything. Hmm. Uh, so as you come into here, you're leading this here. You're still kind of out ahead. Where are you going? Are you going towards the buildings or more like around the sides? Straight towards it, because as far as I can tell, that's where the sound's coming from. Uh, the sound will be coming off to the left. Uh, but as you came out further uh, into the cavern, you with your dark, uh, dark vision friends, it would actually be visible... Uh, is just a bit of a flicker of motion. It's far enough away and without the ability to see any color. Uh, you still can't make things out nearly as well. We see a very liquidy rock moving Well, around. you would see uh, just like a continuous downward flow. Uh, far off, kind of uh, about as far away as the buildings are off to the left. Uh, and the sound would be pretty clearly emanating from that direction once you could see it. Without being able to see it, it bounces around the cavern enough to make it actually kind of uncertain hmm. uh, where the source of the noise is. Uh, but it looks like a waterfall torrenting down from the ceiling of the cavern to the floor. Uh, there is no visible lake or pond or anything that it's falling into. Uh, just some craggy stone around the base of it. It's a bit more broken up and jagged than the rest of the cavern floor. Hmm. So, I guess with that in mind, um, to everybody, knowing you can see, assuming you can't, we have a waterfall off to left if we want to go look at it. A city is straight ahead. It's um, up to you guys. I see the waterfall, but let's let's head for the city. I really don't like it here, and I don't like being this 
It really is less of a city, more than like a half dozen old buildings. Hmm. It's not like a it's big a hamlet. It's like a, a hamlet, yeah. And they're all fairly, fairly close together. It's not big at all. Um, I'm not in the mood anymore. Why don't the two of you, again, Seeky boys, you got a lot to do in here. Give me some perception checks. 24. Much worse roll. The 24 is you're looking out towards this city. Uh, you don't see any signs of movement or anything. And again, it looks like this place, just the, the passage of time has worn this down over what must be dozens of generations uh, beyond the long abandoned. Certainly, again, nobody sane is living here, but you don't see any signs that anything is really taking up residence either. Uh, that's going to be a also a 24. And uh, with a 24... Yeah, around the area of the light closer by, because like you can see the buildings, but Trishik's much closer to that. Looking around the area where you are, uh, you can see occasionally what seemed to be a blown away out of sight, even just by the motion of your own passage in a relatively still cavern so far up in the waterfall, what almost look like little single hairs that are uh, fairly long, wispy, hairs you certainly could not make out outside the light even with dark vision that just occasionally blow around across the floor your own again footsteps and movements whisking them up off of the ground and out of sight hair? i'm barefoot i don't feel them do i no would not be big enough for you to feel no okay like actual hair it looks like it i'm gonna could i do like a survival check and see if i can recognize it for uh or is that nature check probably if you want to Switch to looking at them rather than like scouting for enemies. You can absolutely do that. Um, I'm. Well, yeah, we got knowledge. Oh yeah, never mind. over here. I'm gonna cast prying eye. Um, and I'm going to send it off. It's invisible to get a much closer look at what all of this is without me going anywhere near it. Did she point out the the fine hairs? Uh, I will mention it, but say that I, I'm not really sure if that's what they are, but it's kind of what they appear to be. Like, that's just, I don't know if they're real hairs or just some sort of growth up off the cavern. I can't. Can I make it out? Can we Can we see it? Or um, If she points them out to you, you would occasionally be able to see them as well. And then as your prying eye flies up with Trishik and the, uh, the pair of you with your thinking meets, uh, give me, it's going to be nature again. I'm going to use Bardic Lore. Yeah, Bardic Lore, of course. You can use Bardic Lore for any other thing. Thus is the point of Bardic Lore. Six. You got a six. That's a 24 for me. I got a 30. The 324 jackpot right there. Mm-hmm. 24, 24, 24. It's like um, our teammates. You, having lived in these warrens, uh, obviously, would know that no matter how long it has been since someone has lived here, random hairs will remain. As I can attest to by still finding the hairs of my parents' dog on my clothes occasionally, uh, many, many years after I have moved across the entire country from them, perhaps the last remnant of habitation may be random bits of hair still stuck to things. So you don't think much of it, really. Uh, Rasheen, you think that while these appear to be hairs, it's much more likely they are thin strands of some kind of a cavern fungus Hmm. uh, that either can grow here or has blown into here from a nearby cavern, Uh, but it is actually pretty frequent for a lot of fungi, especially dip underground, to manifest more as these, like, wispy strings 
uh, almost like cloud or cotton-like than a traditional kind of mushroom or something. Hmm. Uh, and that would make way more sense than these, like just being random long hairs everywhere. They look too cohesive. They, they look too identical to each other hmm. to be random hairs. These are all strangely exactly the same length. Yes. Hmm. Perhaps. There's a f- no, it looks like like a growth down here. It's not a. Well, we are getting closer to water. Perhaps then these grew from this, but uh, I'd be cautious if they're clinging to something. Um, are they sticky at all, or uh, like prodded? If you like go out of your way to try to catch one of them, because they're like they're not like everywhere. Yeah. It's just like every now and then you see one. Okay. Kind of blowing away. It's not like there's, there's far from a carpet or anything. Uh, but are you, are you trying to like catch one of them? I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna go chasing them down like a tumbleweed. Yeah, it's not like there's uh, they're a huge presence. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't have noticed them, and I very clearly. Yeah, he actually shoes. has made it all the way to the front. Like, probably hasn't even has not noticed they're even there. Okay. Okay. It is a very infrequent. Every now and then, you see one blowing across the edge of the light or the edge of it. Uh, then I guess Roshin won't do much more than just mention it, <laughs> um, and it does, they don't seem to be causing any issue. And is there wind here? Do I feel any like breeze? I guess the water pressure. There is a little, but yeah, by the, the flowing kind of water is, is causing some air movement. Okay. But there is no like even like draft that you could really feel. Hmm. But these are so lightweight and so the barest small and thin like, the slightest air movements causing them. Like again, even just you walk into the cavern is causing them to blow and billow away from you. I'm sending the prying eye eye out its full five hundred feet. Okay. So that would easily be enough for you to get it into this whole town. Um and uh, you would fly this out ahead of Trushik as Trushik starts to near the outskirts of the little cluster of buildings. Let's stop calling it a town. I'm giving you a wrong idea. It's really not a town. It's like, uh, again, five or six small An outpost. An outpost, perhaps. Uh, around the same time that Trushik would come up towards the edge of it and right about when the low light gang would get to start to see the outlines of buildings in the distance. I see buildings. Um, and looking throughout... The only thing of clear note that you can see is that one of the buildings near the center uh, appears to, again, there are no roofs in any of these. The roofs have all long since collapsed and deteriorated, uh, but it appears to almost be filled. You have dark vision, so your prying eye has dark vision. With, I'm trying to think how that you would see this. Uh, what might it could possibly pass as like a huge pile of hay, almost. Uh, filling up like a massive slope, going up to uh, a mostly intact wall about five to seven feet high. A big sloping angle as if it like all blown up against it on the side there. Give me a perception check. Because you seeing this from above with your flying prying eyes, the only real reason you can get a good view of it. Uh, okay, that's good. Uh, s- plus 19, which is going to be 35. Uh, with a 35, you can certainly notice that this is not any kind of hay or grass or anything. It is certainly webbing. Uh, webbing that looks like it was lain by a spider so massive to make the individual strands of webbing appear like a hay bale. Everyone stop. Near. Trishik is way out ahead. I'm I know. 120 feet away. You have the walkie-talkie. I, no, we have the walkie-talkie. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, 
there is a giant spider somewhere in that city, and it it's got webbing and 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 stuff in there. And as I said, spiders not totally on my list of, of things that I hate more than anything, but it's in the middle, so maybe we can try to avoid it. Oops. I'm. Uh, I mean, I could just step on it. No, it's huge. The, the funny thing about so spiders, can I. <laughs> The funny thing about spiders, I think, is um, I noticed, I noticed, um, the bigger they get, the less creepy they are. They just get scary. <laughs> I don't quite follow. I don't think that's the how small, that works. small spiders are are just creepy, and big spiders are are, are, are scary because then they just you know maybe, kill you. Maybe we. Thank you for that really <laughs> cheerful thought. And I thought that was bad at pep talks. Can can, can we just go around, Trishit? Can we go around? Oh, so if there's if there's nothing of value that you can see in there, and I don't want to go in there. There's spiders in there. No, 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 no. Let's just go around. Can we go around? I mean, the prying eye can't like get into things. Uh, you can, uh, you would be able to see that these buildings are full of little bits of piles of rubble, half collapsed rooms. But can uh, we get through by going around the city? It is than... pretty much up against the backside of the cavern. So the only visible way that could possibly go in and out of this city is wherever the waterfall is coming from, but you would be trying to go up through a ceiling 50 feet above you that a waterfall is coming through. Um, I could probably do that. Wouldn't be fun. <laughs> It'd be very wet. Uh, um, but there's no other immediately visible means of uh, exit from this huge chamber. Well then, but again, it's so large that even a passage like the one you came from, is if you didn't know where it was, it'd be almost invisible against the back wall. If you would like... We could look around, but I believe only way is forward. Okay, well, let's just keep in mind that could be a giant spider anywhere. The longer we take, the let's, more likely let's I am no longer able to see. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, uh, let's get ready for trouble then. There's um, going to be so much trouble. Uh, Roshin's going to switch to keeping her shield up, and I'm okay. going to switch to sneaking. Me too. I'm going to switch I'm, to recalling more knowledge. Are you I'm going stealthy. to wait for the party to catch up now? Yes. Okay. I will continue to scout forward. As soon as I heard probably spider freezing in my tracks and just thinking. I am changing. Not alone. Not again. (laughs) Not again. What are you you doing? No, I'm going to keep seeking. I'm fine. I I changed my mind. So it would only take uh, a minute more for the rest of the party, illuminated sword and all, to make their way up to Trishik, hiding amongst the stone and rubble on the outskirts. Uh, of this small, well, uh, what safety animals? Yeah. You yeah. I'll, I'll trade you a rat for your lizard. Uh, along the edge, <laughs> along the edge of this outpost, your light flickers through the bottom halves of collapsed windows and walls in various states of deterioration, still leaving passages between the buildings, still leaving. Uh, what were once possibly roads, now with the heaped rubble and stone, more akin to alleyways, maybe 10 feet across, uh, you could pass through into what was once this small settlement, outpost, whatever it was. I'm trugging a Drake Hart mutagen as we get into the city. Mm-hmm. Anybody else making any preparations here? Just holding the shield is yeah. basically all I got. Shield, <laughs> and you're, you're sneaking now I, with the party. I can't I can't do um, compositions yet going into battle. That's um, a hard feat later on. Oh, is it? Because yeah, I can't like, I can turn. It's an ex, it makes it where I can use compositions as an exploration ac- action. 
Yeah. Because you can use a cantrip as an that's like a default exploration activity is to repeat a cantrip. Mm -hmm. There's a feat specifically for composition cantrips. Huh. Yep. So like so that way that that way they're active when the battle starts, so you don't have to go first. Maybe that's just well because you can't do this forever because the composition cantrip or any any cantrip that you're repeating is kind of tiring, so you can only do it for a maximum of like ten minutes or so before yeah. you have to stop or you get fatigued. So maybe it's so that that just kicks in regardless. But there is a default exploration activity that is repeat a spell. Yeah. Um, so if you have a like cantrip that doesn't cost you anything to use that you can just use indefinitely, your exploration activity can be, you know, singing to the party. <laughs> Law. It's a giant spider. We're gonna kill the spider. Let's kill the spider. Marshall's joining you in song. Gonna crush the spider. Marshall's courage is inspired. Gonna get the spider. But recalling knowledge. <laughs> not composition cannon? No, 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 recalling knowledge. Okay. So as the group of you make your way in here, uh, it does become much more evident. The clear signs of uh, what is either a truly enormous spider or perhaps a colony of just relatively enormous spiders <laughs> that have yeah. slightly smaller slightly spiders. Bits and strands of webbing. Uh, throughout the area, window sills that have been drawn across that you can just glisten in the light from your sword, clearly betraying the, well, more unsafe than it would immediately appear surfaces. Climbing through them could very possibly lead to the, uh, anyone getting stuck there. Mm. You stick to the roads, which seem to be more clear. And uh, as you get in the center of this small cluster, looking through windows, looking for anything of value, you... I don't think we're looking for value. We're looking, looking for yeah, anything that's spiders. going we're to eat you. We're looking for not spiders. Or performs. You hear a massive clattering. Uh, what sounds like dagger tips tapping against the surface of stone. Somewhat rhythmic, but out of unison and out of order. I kind of wave my fist up. Hold it! As horrifying as that sounds, Rash just says, I wonder if that's what the giant worm eats. And the group of you come around. Oh, this token's not efficient by default. One second. Why well, you no key vision check mark when I copy paste you? There we go. Come around into a corner here. I'll put this on screen in a second. I'm just trying to uh, finagle. It's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> that is a big spooter. Um. Where you can see a very massive spider crest the corner of the building uh, that you would be passing by here in a moment. And this thing is gargantuan it has a very circular head almost a face uh dotted with just numerous irregularly spaced eyes glinting red in the light of your spell uh massive purple thorax and abdomen billowing out behind that uh, that drapes back behind the wall and this thing's enormous legs clack like steel on stone as it climbs very slowly up over the wall. Uh, it's almost odd. It clearly sees you, 
You clearly see it. But it's not darting over the wall, ambushing down towards the group of you. It's just pulling itself up mm, and hello? looking. Like, like that almost, yeah. And he is a... Ugh, I don't like it. And truly unsettling oh, creature. Oh, that's some artwork. That's gross. Do you think it consists? I want you guys. Positive it sees. As he comes up over, the head is faced down towards the group of you, and as you ask, it twitches a little bit to refocus towards Rasheen. I want you guys probably to roll me some initiative. Also battle cry. Also, maybe we can intimidate it. Screaming at it. Maybe. Start with a big scream. Okay. Okay, I'll roll for screams. Oh, that's actually a pretty big scream. Wildly wrong. It worked that's out for simplicity. So I wanted to just remove. And I borrow this for my battle cry. Battle cry. Battle cry. Yay. It might do something. You never know. There we go. <laughs> <clears throat> maybe it's intimidating. Maybe it's more of a panicked. Ah! <laughs> oh no! Can I get a quick recall knowledge too? Uh, absolutely, you will get recall knowledge. Yes. yes. After you're done the dangling. Yeah, I guess I'll just leave it how it is. I didn't mean to remove the vision on every wall, but I mean you can just kind of see the interior oh, of the buildings now. Okay. All right, so. Uh, Raz, good friend. Uh, 32. 32. Uh, Marshall? 21. 21. It's okay, we're really focused on yelling at it. Rasheen? <laughs> 28. I, 28. I yelled good. Uh, Trishik? 26. Potato rolls in here. Mm-hmm. Resume? Uh, 29. Actual potato rolls in here. And I think I got a hero point. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You did in fact get a hero point. I'm a stump on Raising the rune lords. Marshall, it's stomping time. <laughs> Thank you, rune lords. I will definitely stomp less booter. The cave of it? massive purple things. <laughs> what is yes. this with purple? Color coding purple! of underground stuff and being purple. It's like he knew it was my favorite color for some reason. Um, <laughs> It's more like at our level, they've gone through so many different spiders, they have to pallet swap them to something. It's going to get a 31, so it's going to be in here right below Rez. So Rez, you see this coming up? Again, very slow, not lashing out, not darting towards you. Uh, also, But okay. clearly visible, uh, clearly seeing everything. Let's go battle cries before we get to Rez, and then your knowledge, and then we'll go. Yep. But so you're screaming at it. Are you also screaming at it? I'm your totally screen? screaming at it. Scream away, my <gasps> friends. <gasps> I screamed uh, 38 at it. 38 is pretty good scream. Ice cream to 35. 35 is uh, slightly less good, but still a pretty good scream. With our powers uh, combined. <laughs> it's less of a scream. It's less of an intimidation and more of a you're intimidated. So now you're trying to scare. I am a very big boy. Don't be fooled. <laughs> Rez, give me your uh, no. Oh, it's secret. You don't have. You're not resume. You don't have. The, I don't uh, have. I don't have. You don't have infinity knowledge. Uh, this thing is gonna be, hold on, because I actually do not think it's nature. Uh, it's occultism. Oh, give it that <laughs> nice, nice, delicious plus 22. Bard a clock, my dude. Bard a clock. Roll the one. So, this is, uh, your your occult studies here have really paid off. Do you have a particular interest in extra planar creatures? Yeah. 
Because this... (laughs) Maybe. This is... I guess it's technically a spider. But it's it's not really a spider. Not a spider from the material plane. Um, Don't worry. It's not a real spider. I assure you. It's more akin to a nightmare spider that crawled out of of the plane of dreams uh, to come be horrifying on the material plane. I'll leave Um, that part out. (laughs) So what this creature is, it's got actually several telltale signs. Its eyes are erratically spaced across its face. It's uneven. Uh, And you can see the same with its legs. Even as it comes over this wall, it looks like it doesn't have symmetrical leg arrangements on either side. This... This creature looks almost random. And a bunch of hero points after this description. Mm-hmm. As you look oh, yeah. up to it, you're almost certain it's not from necessarily the dreamlands, but from a plane adjacent. Little is known about, but that you apparently were very interested in researching, known as Lang. Uh, this is a Lang spider. Everything that comes from the plane of Lang is strange, esoteric, does not seem to adhere to our traditional laws of physics or geometry. They move in erratic, almost impossible to properly understand ways, and their bodies are developed much the same. Uh, And while this thing is visibly a spider, you know those from the plane of Lang are not simple beasts. This thing is hyper-intelligent, possibly akin with a dragon, and a almost certainly a fully competent spellcaster. Oh, that's holy. In addition, they are still kind of a spider. It still obviously can bite you. It still has poison, but its poison is less a poison of the blood than it is a poison of the spirit that simply corrupts you with a uh, clashing manifestations of reality between your mortal body and Lang biology. You do know that they are immune to cold as their homeland of Lang is frigid and very resistant to poisons or sonic effects. But people who meet these things don't typically survive. What does work on them, not nearly as well chronicled, if anything. Ah, let me give you one last little secret. Because you did, I, I rolled a nat 20. Let me give you one, I, I get the info dump on early kill a monster, I'm going to take this opportunity. Let me give you one last little thing. The biology of a denizen of Lang of any kind is so eldritch that they can't even properly fully manifest in the material plane, which sounds good. It's not. It means any wounds you detail, deal to it are largely impermanent, as its body will simply continue to act to try to correct itself to manifest as it feels it should. Oh. It's not technically here. Uh, it's, um, and well, with that, before huh. I forget, <laughs> uh, so hero point stack of clock to Redius here. T-Bird, 2366-2002. Rez, please. Thank you. That sounds like my group in any WoW dungeon. Thank you. Rez, please. please. The feeling is mutual, sir. Also, Trishik. Get some coins handed out here. And Trishik again. And then, yeah, we had Raising Rune Lords once more. I mean, the scales of fate. <laughs> Get it. In your favor. Scales of fate. Because he's a lizard. No, because he has a scale. He has, he has the Abadar and scale. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess it's both. Totally bought way. it. Didn't steal it at all. Totally bought it. So, anyway. Right. Uh, uh, well, good news is this is not a real spider. Bad news is 
It's worse. It's much more terrifying. <laughs> it's much worse um, than that. Um, 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 important notes. It's not fully here, and Sonic and and Cold don't don't and Poison don't work on it very well. Cold oh. doesn't work on it at all. Oh, it's from a different plane. It's from Ling, 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 Ling. Does it not fancy spells? It's very smart. This is like one brief. Yeah, it's very smart. fast. And he just looks up and just like <laughs> says hi in like twenty six different languages. Please don't kill me. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> is that your turn? That's gonna be um. How many actions is that gonna be? To say hi. Uh, recall, in every you language. were recalling knowledge when you came in the fight, so that's yeah. nothing. You're quick. Given that much information, it's probably at least one action. Yeah. So, uh, and then if you want to try and communicate with it, you can take an action as a diplomacy check. Sure. I want to try to talk to the spider. <laughs> to the nightmare beast. Well, at to least the nightmare beast. I'm just going to rattle through some languages here, and hopefully something sticks. Hopefully it knows smart. I mean, it's smart. Diplomacy. That's 13. So for a total of a 22. Uh, so 22 is you try to ratchet or through. 32. I was say, about 30, to say 32, racing through all the languages you can think of, trying to greet this spider and ask it to not eat you and your friends. Spider just goes, but it's opposite day. <laughs> it's, always opposite day on <laughs> it's always opposite day. It's always opposite day. One action left, probably. <laughs> um, inspire defense. Inspire. <laughs> Give info, beg for life. <laughs> Good luck, team. The horn Bar of Raz things. the Rat shall ring in the deeps one last time. <laughs> and it reverberates. It's going to go from two to <laughs> Echoes through the cave. If they weren't aware the, of us, they are the now. The thunderous sound of the waterfall in the distance. <sighs> the spider, this Lang spider, as it comes up over the wall, and Marshall and Roshin kind of scream at it. It back down a little bit. <laughs> You can see one leg right of its head and two on the left. Still kind of latched on. It pulls its head back up over the wall a little bit. You hear a strange sound emanate out from its mouth. It's like a combined hissing and clattering of insectile fangs. But somehow, as it makes these sounds, you understand it. You would hear almost Taldane's speech hmm. coming together. Uh, you would hear it speaking in Dwarven. You're probably more familiar with Taldane, and you would almost certainly hear you speak Yusoki. Whatever is really your native tongue, whatever you think in, this comes together as language. Understandable language. And uh, as it kind of holds its head back up a little bit, Hey, I, you can just speak. I, I understand it. And it turns its head towards Marshall screaming with his axe. Is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> not usually, but he doesn't want to hurt you. At least not if you don't want to hurt us. And all of you, again, all of you understand this. Uh... No, I was just going to tell you you shouldn't keep walking down the street. We'll have a bunch of web snares through there for catching things that come out. Bring the walls down if you step on them wrong. You should probably go around. Oh, th thank you. We shall. I 
I have to not trust this. What happened to this town? I don't know, man. Is it just a perception check to see if it's, something's lying? This is a perception check, yeah. And so he kind of yelled, he's like, I don't know, man. I haven't really seen anyone come through here. Well. Forever. I really <laughs> don't trust this thing. Uh, I feel like it's telling us to walk into the trap. How could you not trust that face? Look at him, he's adorable. <laughs> if I may ask, how long is a while? 33. It's almost impossible to read this thing. It has no facial expressions or emotion, really. It's just kind of hanging there. The thing's clearly massive on the other side of the wall, but it doesn't seem deceptive. It's using a tactic that I would use of like, hey, <laughs> I put the traps there. This way is good. You guys are fine. I'm waiting Take for someone else. Take this out of the door. They will kill yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> he looks over the marshal. I don't know. Uh, I'm not... Super up with how rock walkers keep time. You keep time. You have days, right? You yeah. measure it by your rock's movement. Well, yes. Uh, to, to be really honest with you, uh, I, I got that bit. you're extremely fascinating. How it did you get here? Rocks. Oh, no, it, it rocks through dimensions. Um, but it's walking on rocks right now. Uh, it's walking on a wall. Which is made of rocks. Well... Curiosity, I guess. Uh, I was just kind of bored back in my plane and just walked over here to come look at things. Oh. And there's a lot of neat stuff on this rock. I don't really understand why the rock whackers are so attached to just one. There's neat stuff on lots of rocks. Hmm. Well, that's, that's very philosophical of you. Uh, and uh, do you like it here? I just kind of cocked a little bit. That's nice enough. A lot of neat stuff. Did how did you all? How did you all get here? Oh, uh, magical portal. We walked through a rock. I didn't see a magical portal. Back that way. Oh, I was watching the waterfall. Isn't it pretty? I, it is. I like to uh, I like to come out here whenever it swells up like this and just sort of watch. Uh, Neat. Uh, we're. Uh... We're actually looking for a, a dwarven city called Kovlar. You wouldn't happen to know anything about it or know where it is. Dwarves are yeah, like the like, like him. That one, small rock walkers. Yeah. Uh, I I think there's a bunch of them back through here, but that's what I set the traps for in case stuff's coming out. Not the not the rock walkers, but there's something. Well, some some real mean sorts in there. Well, that's... big and long and hairy. Big, long, and hairy. Yeah, hairy. like, did you come? From, you came from that tunnel back there. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the one. Was the worm gone? No, no not like... not exactly. We had to. Uh, it's bloodier than it was. We got into a disagreement with it, and uh, we decided to mutually leave it to leave each other alone. We couldn't settle on lunch. It that wanted was... us. We wanted to leave. We came to an agreement. You're real small, walk rock whackers. That thing was super super big. Oh. I wanted to go see the crystals in that cave, and that showed up, so I left. You fought that off? With magic, yes, and uh, uh, Marshall. He's a much bigger man than he seems. <laughs> he must be some real strong walk walk or rock walkers. That's worked out pretty well so far. <laughs> Been a lot stronger than most of them. Well, he pulls himself a little more up, almost kind of perched on this wall. Like You can see he's got four legs on his left side and three on his right that all come together uh, almost to one point where he's just held up 
on the uh, like seven feet up on this wall, back arched almost all the way up to the ceiling as he's just leaning down to, to look at you. Gravity's a suggestion for this thing. <laughs> do, do, it doesn't seem bothered. Do you have a name, my friend? Um, not one that I think would easily translate through all speak. Well, I speak some other languages and so does my friend here. We, we'd like to at least be polite and call you by your name. Could think of something. Hmm. Call Mary. Well, if it's going to translate, it has to be a regular name. I heard of someone named Harold once. Harold's a nice name. Hi, Harold. It's nice to meet you. So, you guys in a hurry? Want to watch the waterfall? Well, does it's lovely. A, does anything ever happen with waterfall? Anything come down, go it, up? Oh, it, it comes and goes. Huh. I don't know why. I think it's uh, tidal gravity. That tunnel up there, I've been up it when the waterfall's gone, leads to a real big reservoir. Like a, like a big lake. When it swells up, it falls. Tidal gravity. Yeah. You know, from your moon. The moon is moving the water under the ground? Can I get a planar lower? <laughs> a planar, uh, planar knowledge? I mean, you, you already... I mean, you could learn whatever he learned. That was a critical success. That oh, I was, oh, I, I was like, actually more yeah. referring to what he oh. just said. I don't know. That's, that's really probably a, well, that, That's I, like Lord Geography. Like, Earth-space science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Earth-space science lore. Most yeah. of us probably have no clue what that means. Yeah, well, this this whole place isn't really... It's eldritch about, logic it works with. It's about at sea level. It's not super far underground. It's just under a big mountain. Harold... Would you mind terribly much if we removed your traps so that they wouldn't hamper us going that way? That's... Or, know, it's, it's a lot of work setting them back up. Is there a way we can get through? Is it only if we actually step on the ground that it'll set off? Well, I, I think, like I said, if you just kind of loop around back here, if you're trying to get to the other little rock walkers, you can, you can go around the back. There's oh. a little alleyway. you got to kind of squeeze a bit, but uh, it'd be too... Well, it looks like it's too narrow, it's narrow for the hairy things. Okay, well, let's go that way then. You guys hungry? Uh, Rockwalkers eat dead stuff, right? Uh, the pending. Not, not all. The... Not all dead things are good for all rockwalkers. I mean, you were an exception to that. <laughs> <laughs> this. He can eat just about anything. You want to talk? I have a sensitive tummy. <laughs> I like. I've, uh, but we'll be happy for your hospitality either way. Can I just say that I am always hungry and I would be happy to take you up on your hospitality. Squeak, squeak, or squeak, squeak, and squeak, squeak. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Squawk, 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 squawk. squawk. <laughs> no, no, no. He speaks perfect. Hold in. But the he spider would... speaks to him in bird. <laughs> you would hear oh, it in bird, probably. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Taz is hearing rat squeaking. You're right. <laughs> I but, still don't uh, trust this thing, so I'm like just staring at it with still, the axe. Really concerned. Uh, Marshall has no faith in the giant spider. Yeah, I mean, I can. I have some other smaller things uh, that have gotten stuck in the webs that uh, they didn't or couldn't listen to me. I don't know if they could talk. Not all the stuff on this rock seems to be able to talk. There are many things with all speaks. that uh, do not have this ability. To communicate in any form. It's odd. I've never, before I came here, never seen any stuff that couldn't understand me. Yeah. There's like little little things. Looks uh, almost like like a small like you or you, or like uh, harder. 
like a like a beetle of some kind. I got some dark carapaces, and then Krala gets stuck. I, I try to get him out, but usually I don't live too long. That must be frustrating. Well, yeah, it is what it is. But I can look and see if there's any, anything good if any of you are hungry. I know rock walkers eat dead things. Uh, we also eat days. Pulls out potatoes. I don't really eat, so I've just kind of been stockpiling them. I wasn't sure what to do with them, really. Uh, right. Well, I, I suppose it couldn't hurt to say what you got. Sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. take a look at it. It would be good uh, to let us thank know you. what is around here as well. Lunch is always good. He kind of pivots on the wall, so he's like sideways, you know, looking off towards the waterfall. Can I get in a couple of minutes, though? Because, okay. I like watching this. Sure. Uh, That's fine by me, my friend. Do, do you like shiny things? I like interesting things. Uh, this is interesting. And if that purple worm's gone, that crystal cave down the tunnel's interesting. Well, it it left. I'm not sure if how far it went. Ah. It, uh... I appreciate the heads up. It will likely not come back for a few days. We left it in poor condition. Hmm. It's okay. It's interesting, but... Not that bothered. Hmm. And he's like turned away from you at this point now, looking entirely out towards this waterfall coming down. <laughs> it straight up just has an odd number of legs, right? It does. It has seven yeah. legs. I think it actually does in the picture, too. Yeah, yeah, it actually does in the picture. You can see it's got four on one side, three on the other. It's I'm not, worse. I'm not keeping my, I'm not, my eyes are not leaving this thing at all. At this point, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> what? it's actually just kind of turned entirely away from you now. It's just watching the waterfall, just kind of sitting on this wall, still perched, all of its legs almost together on one point. Well, it looks like it should reasonably be a difficult balance, but it looks like it's just set there. I'll, we'll give it like five minutes of just sitting there and just, we'll just watch the waterfall with him. I'm not really sure. I don't know where else to go. So <laughs> I'm, I'm effectively held hostage. Got some smooth jazz coming from around. You just like, <laughs> can't see the waterfall. I'll, um, I suppose while we're waiting, I'll take a peek around the alley that he said to go through. And uh, after he's pointed out to you, looking down the road you were about to head down, it's not super visible, uh, but you can see the way little patches are stranded up to various bits of rubble that look like they're held in place by this web seemingly more sturdy than it looks. Uh, like it's actually the web itself is significant enough to keep them in place. And had you just walked down this alley as you were, these things are like thin rods of glass. You would walk through, uh, walk through them and they stuck you, it would have brought the rubble down in your heads. It doesn't look like he's lying. Uh, heading around to the alley, where he's kind of gesturing around behind the building that he's perched on, he glances down and watches you go for a minute, and then looks back up at the waterfall. Uh, it's, it's pretty narrow. Uh, the building was built up close to the cavern wall, and might once have been against the cavern wall uh, before it was either with time itself or with whatever creatures making their way through has widened up some. Uh, it's it's definitely going to be an uncomfortable squeeze, but you could get through. H Harold? Alternatively, I could climb over and around. You could just go over yeah. and around, yeah. Because <laughs> that's yeah. sketchy. Um, could I ask you a question about where you come from? Sure. Your plane, what is it like? Um... Well, it doesn't go on forever like this one. It's kind of like a triangle. It's a what? What? What do you mean? Oh, well, it's uh, this 
plane, the material, rock world. It's, you know, it just kind of keeps going. That might have an end, but I haven't heard of it. But uh, my plane's, it's like a triangle. Well, is there anything we can help you with or any questions we can answer about this plane? I think I'm all right. Have you been anywhere else aside from this plane? Not really, no. What made you come here? Well, it's it's not far. This uh, this plane's pretty close to where I come from. Uh, you can reach it sometimes when you're sleeping. Oh, interesting. That's probably the most terrifying part. <laughs> is sometimes when people That's on not Galarian a <laughs> go to sleep, you just go there. All right, what did we say earlier? Galarian sucks. <laughs> you just don't wake up here. At all, Sometimes. ever again. <laughs> yeah. well, if you go to sleep and you show up on the shore and it's laying, you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably not waking up. What's it like aside from just being a triangle? Um, that's colder. It's uh, it's colder than anywhere in your world, in your world like this world, like this rock. It's more like the I don't know, space outside the rock. Do you have any friends there? Huh. I mean, there's others of my can, I guess. Do you get along? Yeah, well enough. Is it like family or, or, or like just friends? Do you guys like live together and... I don't know that it really works like that. Oh. Well, how does it work? I don't know. I'm not actually sure that I could explain that in a way that would make sense to Rockwalkers. That's fair. Have you ever had a friend? Hmm. I mean, probably. There was someone close enough. We're go my canter no, we're mostly solitary. Sometimes in little groups, but I've also been by myself. Hmm. Well, we're going to be here in, in Kavlar for a little while, but if you wanted to, to chat or you got bored or something, we could, you know, come back and have dinner with you every once in a while and maybe chat and catch up. Are you trying to get the spider to sign the Heroes of Breach Shield contract? Well, no, I'm trying to be his friend. He seems lonely. I just right. pick up resume by back of the collar. Lasse. <laughs> no. Harold. Harold. But, but, no. But Harold seems like a very nice person. I'm not trying to be rude or anything. I just really want to watch this waterfall. Oh. Okay. Come on. Leave him alone. Well, it was really nice meeting you, Harold. As you, as you are waiting for a few minutes, it, uh, it doesn't immediately uh, like show any real signs of changing. It's just a waterfall <laughs> running guess, through the cavern. I guess we should just go, but maybe we should come back and try to Socialize with him a little. Well, now, wait a minute. No, 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 no. He said he was going to go and show us things, and he had, he had presents for us. We should oh, really accept them. That's true. I mean, and I besides, just don't want to inconvenience he's him. He tells me this waterfall stops eventually sometimes because of tidal gravity. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just curious to see it. I've never seen a waterfall just stop flowing unless the water runs out. I've never... I don't even know what that means. Well, it's like if you're filling a cup, and you put too much water in it, and it goes over the side. Sure. I mean, that's... It's pretty much what happens. Like, the water on your rock's always moving, even if it doesn't look like it is. 
<laughs> and where your rock is moving. Oh. Well, the rock doesn't move, but the water on it does all the time. He means low tide and high tide on oh. the, the boats. Like but, like on a beach? But this is this is underground. There's no there's no ocean here. I don't know how it's working here. But well, it's attached to an ocean. Oh, I imagine somewhere on the surface. How I, it is working I suppose here. that makes sense then. I hadn't thought of it that way. I haven't gone, to think of a reservoir going to the ocean. I haven't gone quite that far, so I don't know. I'm not. I don't know really how well your rock works, but it's interesting. Oh, if you go back to the crystal place, um, some of those crystals actually—they're um, a bit pointy, and uh, they'll actually come after you if you get too close to them. They definitely bad too. They won't chase you or anything, but they'll get sharper. If so you, you have to be ca- just 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 admire them from a distance. If you stay on the ceiling, they won't bother you. Oh yes, that's quite true. That's quite true. Huh. That's weird. Okay. It's almost like they know you're standing there. Very interesting. Well, they were very interesting when they were moving. Yeah, a lot of colors. That's true. Are there, uh, are there colors in your home? Is like here or uh, different? Um, that's something I guess you'd have to see. I suppose it's similar. That's a little different. I suppose. Light doesn't work the same way when a world has a defined boundary. These many interesting worlds and not positive. I can come to understand what you mean, but it's good you'll take time to explain. Yeah, no problem. Does it smell? I can't. Oh, that's true. <laughs> he doesn't have a nose. Oh, good point. <laughs> he just has eyeballs. That was weird. That, thing, that was really... anesthesia on him. <laughs> <laughs> Let Harold experience smelling. <laughs> so experience as, something fun? Yeah. So as this is all going on, Marshall actually do, does this, like, he just throws his axe around like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but am I the only sane one here? <laughs> well, I mean... Because Look, he's... it's it's actually nice to run to something that isn't immediately trying to eat us. Harold is lovely. He's big and horrifying, but he's a very nice soul right now. Like yes. you, would he come on, try come on. Eat... I'm just gonna pick up my axe and walk away and grumble and dwarf. He didn't try to eat me or Roshin immediately. That's I'm just gonna us. go over there. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Roshin has not really put her sword or shield away, but uh, <laughs> it's so not. He, uh, he starts to move after you've been here for maybe. Like you said, he was waiting for a few minutes. Maybe ten minutes later, he uh, makes his way back down the back side of the wall. And this is the building that had been full of web that uh, Resume had seen before. And uh, through, like, cracks or bits of rubble, you can see the mass of his body moving down into it. And he uh, comes back up with the leg curled around something. Uh, it looks like a furry animal. Maybe two-ish feet long, hmm. uh, somewhat akin, perhaps, to like, the rats from Citadel Altarian, uh, but it looks uh, a little bit off. Its face is much more flat and square instead of having a protrusive snout, hmm. and uh, its teeth almost wrap back down to its own chest. Uh, it's clearly dead, kind of curled up, but he has it held in one leg as he comes back up over the wall and pulls his body over, reaches this leg all the way down from the top of this wall to the floor, and uh, lays that whole thing there. That's, uh, if you're hungry. Uh, 
Sure. Perhaps, maybe. Um, Not sure what it is. I uh, haven't seen one either. I've seen I a few of them come through here. I could uh, cook it. More random animal. <laughs> more random animal. I mean, I'm not going to make it roll. It's just, it'll be like a level zero creature. Uh, these things are more moles than rats that have been adapted to living much further beneath the surface. It's a naked mole rat. Uh, it is. It's a furry naked mole rat, so I guess just a mole rat. Uh, <laughs> but the naked mole rat with clothes. But yeah, it's it's got a very squished face, but its entire body and uh, most of its skeleton actually can not quite unhinge like a snake's jaw, but something sort of similar. They can compress pretty well to mm. fit through very tight spaces to move around because mm. they're not quite strong enough to chew their way through rocks. Uh, but they can get around harder deposits or through smaller crevices, uh, so hunting down insects. And yeah, dislocate things. Yeah, dislocate things. Kind of like its way through how it needs to. I tell uh, Harold all of that. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, now I he think, knows what they are too. I think this would be lovely. Um, so Resme doesn't want to be rude, so she'll start making a fire to actually cook this thing so that we can take dinner with him. So what's Marshall doing? Is he here? You see light of a fire popping up, uh, the, the red mat matching with the glow from Roshin's sword. <laughs> I'm, um... How I'm far just, away do you go? Just enough to the edge of the light so that they can still see me and I can still see them, but like still far away from their shenanigans that I don't want to deal with, which is <laughs> absurd considering this is coming from Marshall of all people. This is Marshall's line. He draws the line. I never expected Marshall would have to draw the line. Not eating with eldritch abominations. <laughs> that was going to be a good fight. He's, so. he's, he's, uh, he's going to just wasn't. investigate in his Marshall way the ruins and remains and see what really happened here. He, Like I, like I said, he does not trust Harold at all. Okay, uh, give me, let's, let's get like perception or survival. Uh, I'll only just go perception, I suppose. Yeah, because that's only a little bit better than what my survival is, so. Oh, that's not a bad number, mm -hmm. though. Not bad at all. Uh, for perception, that would be a 31. Uh, so looking around some of these buildings, uh, maybe like, Forty, fifty feet away from the party, uh, it does look like the stone is worn. Uh, with the passage of time, even without water moving past it, uh, exposed to the air like this, and with the water moving from this waterfall, even that mm -hmm. will very slowly work its way through things. Uh, it's just literally overtime thing. Yeah. It looks like the mo almost all the structural damage is just due to age. Mm. Uh, this place looks like it's millennia old. Uh, that said, you can see some signs where uh, some things have been broken, and there's no signs of any kind of furniture or anything throughout this at all. So either this was a race of comfort-hating mole people who like living in rectangles made purely of stone, or long, long ago this place was pilfered and ransacked and then lost the time. Because so this there was, was either lived in by dwarves or someone else. Yeah, it looked. I mean, they were. <laughs> <laughs> it's really to the point where it's so old, that, but it doesn't look like Garrow the spider. Tell, like yeah. there's, it, it does look ancient though, and largely undisturbed. And even like this spider's move, like Harold's movements here, hardly even disturbed the dust, much less the rock. Uh, save for, of course, where he's laying these webs. This only raises his suspicions even more. Yeah, there's not desiccated corpses hidden under the rocks and rubble yeah. or anything around. <laughs> so I guess um, I'll just keep. Okay. 
looking around, keeping a fine eye on the group and Harold as well as like my surroundings because like I mean, it's chilling just, at the campfire in the center of this abandoned dwarven ruin I'm with just, Harold the freaking gigantic spider. What do they sustain themselves on if he doesn't eat? Nightmares. Energy from the realm of Lang. Yeah. yeah, but he's not there. He's there. That is like not circling. here. That is a question that <laughs> scholars probably do not have the answer to in Galarian. Yeah. I'm gonna ask him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so if you you ask him like what are you asking like what are you asking him? Hey, hey um, uh, Mr. Harold, um, if you don't eat things, how do you sustain yourself? Uh, I don't know. Not a problem I have. The assumptions of our existence are not his existence. (laughs) (laughs) Some things need not to sustain. They simply be. I only know rock walkers eat. Uh, Well, because I've seen some of them. And the big hairy things, they do too. Hmm, This is a mole. I'm going to make mole. It makes total sense. We're going to have a nice sauce and a little bit. We're going to get the chocolate. Because I, we just came from Breach Hall. I still oh, have yeah, all my supplies, supplies and you're stuff. You're supplied. Okay, fair enough. Let's, if we're going to have, have a meal. You just have all, like, cocoa? Yeah. It's not like it's chocolate. It's, like, it's, she's raw just, cocoa. She's going to melt it down, yeah. Okay. And that was the thing. Yeah, I'm prepared for any situation, I suppose. Um, so, as you go about preparing your pun meal, uh, Harold is, like, largely silent here. Just sort of waiting. So... Uh, he's, he's, he's watching. He is sort of looming over the group of you here as he hasn't really moved since he put the thing down and he's kind of arched over this wall just a foot or two above the group of you. Uh, legs down a couple even on the grounds off to the side around you. But just sort of watching this campfire and whatever it is you're doing with this mole and these weird things you're pulling out of your bag and your cookware. <laughs> Do you know any good stories? Um, no, not really. Do you know any stories at all? I know things I've seen. Can you tell us? From here? Um, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that interesting. Raz, maybe you can tell him a story. I can play him a song. You might like that. You like music? I like music. You look like a man who likes music. Probably. I wonder what that is. It's this. I just pulled out the trumpet. I look. Sick trumpet solo! Where's the test? Dude. Test. Metronome. <laughs> I'm gonna do a perform check, sir. I wanna play him a sick song. I wanna know how sick my song is. We gotta rate your jazz solo! For a 31. 31? That absolutely is a success for a 12th level DC, so that is an appropriately astounding 12th level jazz solo you have, my good friend. <laughs> Only the clearest toot. The whole metronome, the whole build-up, just. Well, he's gonna play jazz. I'm making done. coffee. Perfectly in tune with the surrounding ambient silence of the cavern and the waterfall noise. <laughs> in the and uh, as you play this for him, kind of listens. Huh. Does it mean something? It means anything you want it to mean. Uh, a lot of people play music to convey emotion. Um, um, it's very, I just start prattling off a bunch of stuff. Just Theory of music lecture. Yeah. And Harold doesn't interrupt. He just kind of still sits, mostly still. At some point, uh, I'm starting to pick up pieces of paper showing him pictures of different instruments. 
And it, like, leans down a little bit closer to get his face, like, right up above her ass as he's looking down at these pictures. He's pulling up her machine, leaning back away from the giant nightmare spider. <laughs> Raz has gone full scholar mode. He is teaching someone something, and he is very excited. And he, uh... He's going to go join Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you're missing out on the food. I'll, I'll just, just let me know when it's ready. I'll, I'll just be over here. Hey, about time. Dinner. Just a little bit. It's an aperitif. <laughs> it's perfect. So, so Marshall and Rasheen sitting out the side. Trishik, Raz, and Resme gather around the campfire cooking a weird mall with Harold the Lang Spider. <laughs> Is this how you saw today's episode going, kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just chilling with the dinners in the lake. <laughs> chilling with a horrifying monster of nightmares. And it is like, no matter what you think of this creature, how long you sit around him, no matter how it's uncomfy, exposed you get to this, yeah, it never like it never feels better. Like this, <laughs> just the proximity of this monster <laughs> is unsettling. It doesn't like get it's better. there's something primal in the back <laughs> of your mind that is an instinct honed through generations. That says fight or flight response. <laughs> that never really goes all the way down. It's like Rasheen. Well, pleasure to meet you, back of my head. Oh! <laughs> I mean, it is literally from the realm of nightmares live here. It is pretty much from the nightmare dimension. Like, but, unironically, it is a spider from the nightmare dimension. Re and but Resme is an emissary, <laughs> and it's from another place, and she feels like she wants to welcome it and make it feel at home. Raz is just excited. Do you not see it? It didn't try to kill him immediately. <laughs> Marshall and Rasheen are grumbling in the distance about like, you see this? <laughs> at least someone listened to me. <laughs> it, it's just it's just making my head hurt just looking at it for just a little bit. I just need a little bit of a break. <laughs> I just keep thinking it's going to do something that I would do. Like, <laughs> the food's poisoned. The traps are where it was it's telling us I to go. Out with you, I know what it's thinking. <laughs> I Let's, just keep thinking it's going to do what I would do. As you explain, and you put this meal together, and you uh, start eating, he, uh, there's the resume. So, you really have to keep putting other dead things inside you to stay alive. Uh, yes, it's uh, part of being alive in this world. You have to, I suppose subsist can you subsist on them again what what do you mean well could you just keep that dead thing does it come back out it does but once it comes back out it's not appetizing anymore and you shouldn't eat it it's not good why don't you run out of dead things well, that is a cycle of uh, a thing lives you eat thing your body uses it and then creates new life in the form of plants that small creatures then eat and then you eat them again. But not the same ones, different ones. Is they reproduce. Big cycle. Seems you like know, it's a... actually rather horrifying when you think about it. <laughs> it's like a really... We burn dinosaurs daily to go back and forth to work. <laughs> He's got a point. We burn just raw, liquid dinosaurs. <laughs> the world not, is a weird place. It's not wrong. <laughs> you don't know you're living on a death world until you leave it. It's a good point. <laughs> but, uh, and uh, Harold just felt much the same. That, 
This is really complicated. Oh, it is. You have such uh, a complex cycle. I'll try to explain the concept of reproduction to him. Oh, God. <laughs> giving the birds and the bees. You're giving the night You're not fire. for 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, you're getting the birds and the bees. Is that what we're doing? Well, he wants to know how things work in a cycle a and how we get more. rock walker and another rock walker love each, other, love each other very much. Or, you know, an animal, but that's how we get more animals. You like jazz? At this point, you I like jazz? End of the conversation, Lake's just like, Harold's like, yeah, I've seen enough of this place. I'm just like, <laughs> the waterfall's not weird. Guys. This place is weird. That's truly it's horrifying. Weird. At this point, Marshall's just pulling out the, the good, you know, liquor from his drinking horn. Like, oh, there we go. Come here, Rushing. I know you want one. Right, pass it, pass it. <laughs> so, it's complicated, but it solves the problem that my plane has, I suppose. Which is? Well, back where I live, all my kin and well, the others always have to keep finding more people coming through to deal with, uh, to work and to consume and well, to destroy. But they only come through so often. Well, then how do you live when they're not there for you to destroy? Well, they don't need them. They just want to, I guess. But you don't want to. Huh. I really feel like it, I guess. It's fair. I suppose when you live forever, you can get bored. I don't know that it's forever, necessarily. But I don't know that I perceive time the same way as you. Probably not. We live for a very short period of it's time. It's been really disorienting here, actually. It's Mar still interesting. Marshall perceives time different than all of us, too. I thought you still ever see him just drink. <laughs> oh. That's already He's that about time. to skip a bunch of time. <laughs> uh, I can make it three days go by. Watch. <laughs> so, so complicated. You need a couple of rock walkers to come together to make new rock walk rockers. So you can kill them so you can have more dead things? We don't kill necessarily. No, that's about right, actually. Uh, it is not an. Accurate. Oh, you all just like die automatically, don't you? Eventually. Eventually. Unless you find a way to cheat it. But it's not, that's rare. Or something else killed us. I've seen that. The ones that come through to my plane, they usually just die after a while. Well, Sometimes they... it's really short. Oh, that's interesting. So does so time must still move if they're on your plane. Either that or something else kills them. That's also possible, I suppose. You said it's very cold there. I don't know. It is very cold. How do they and get there? They seem to get really distressed when uh, when they're open. Like when you cut them open? Kind of like how we did to this dead thing right here. Yeah. Yeah. Similar, but but of course we don't we don't eat things, right? But yeah, no cut cut cutting uh, cutting rock walkers open uh, tends to make them not work too well. There's lots of things inside us that make us stay alive, and if you you break any of those, it it gets hard to stay that way. Well, that's why they have to do it while they're still alive, because you can't see how it works otherwise. <laughs> ah, oh. he does have a point. He does have a point. That's mildly horrifying. I mean, actually, it kind of oh, makes sense from his perspective. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes they can make it work better. Like, if they have a good one they want to keep around that is interesting or uh, it's just amusing them for some way. Like, in take, you have, like, weird, like, just like that thing does, like, 
squishy stuff inside you that's supposed to do all of these jobs, but it's it's really bad at it. How do you make it work well, better? It seems to work halfway decently, at least. Well, we can replace them with other things. Like what? Is this how you make a denizen of Lang? You, you take a person, replace their inside bits, and they get acclimated. Now they're another denizen of Lang. I'm not saying that necessarily. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> Harold might have just... I'm heavily implying it, what? but... <laughs> Harold used to be a regular person. This was Fred. <laughs> now he's Harold. <laughs> how, does, how does that work? Oh, I don't know. I don't do any of that. That's that's not my kin. That's the, uh, well, you're rock walkers, and my place has walkers, too. What? And, well, usually we don't really get along. What kind of walkers? Well, they look a lot like, like the rock walkers here. Similar in a lot of ways, but uh, different inside. And I think you see them differently uh, I'm pretty sure when you look at them you're like you don't I don't know your, your meat doesn't process information real well so it makes them look more normal so you can cope with it How because I've seen some people arrive in my place and well, they just die almost immediately just from looking at things hmm. uh. so rock walkers come there oh yeah any of your kind can how? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes you just fall asleep and you wake up in my plane. That's lovely. Sleep, wake up, die. Oh, I'm it's like so a normal day in have, I'm so glad I have the dreamstone now. Oh yes, yes. Actually, hang on to that. <laughs> I don't really know how it works. I haven't really studied. But like I said, I uh, well, my place isn't far from this. It's Ta like around it, I guess. Taco? Huh? Christine's over there with Marshall. Are you yeah, going over there? Over. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm talking over to them, but like I guess if she holds up food, I'll come over and take it. Because... Max hand, I just kind of lean over, staring at the spider. <laughs> See, I can take her over hand. Like... Just take a bite out of it while she's holding it. No, no, no. I just take the entire taco and just cover her hand and pour <laughs> <it over. laughs> Well. <laughs> but no, it's like you have this plane with all your rocks. Um... And then around that there's another plane and your meat goes there when you sleep you're you're like uh, it's a soul I guess huh. and sometimes it goes a little further and it comes to my plane this is the most incredible conversation I've ever had I know it's gonna sound weird but this is one of the top three best days of my life that does sound oh. uh, rather strange actually well, that's really... Because it was just this day we were actually get, almost getting eaten by the worm in the cavern. Well, that's all just natural. I mean, that's that's like your cycle with dead things. It just kind of happens automatically. It's not as neat as uh, this waterfall or this crystals. Have you have you been above ground? Oh, not here, no. <gasps> Haven't, uh... Epic Realms is here, baby. Thank you for the raid. Uh, it's, it's pretty far, and... I feel like being on the outside of the rock is going to be more disorienting. I don't really want to. I don't know. I haven't felt like it. Hmm. Oh. It's but, very disturbing when you really think about how the different realms interact with each other. Planes are an interesting For them, concept. this is all normal for us. Do whatever. Looking yeah, he's at like, that dude, that's dimension. a cool waterfall. You go to the dimension of dreams when you sleep, whatever, dude, it happens. But, like, look but at this waterfall. If our eyes are perceiving the dream realm or the Lang realm, we just start, our brain starts melting. 
Like, my brain can't process it. I, mean, I get the feeling that if I look at Harold for too long, my brain starts to slowly liquefy. If you were looking at like him in that realm, probably yes. Well, because it'd right be here. worse somehow. Yeah. Well, Harold, it'd be all of him. If you ever did want to come and and look outside, I could make sure that no one could see you, and we could go for a walk together. Are you serious right now? Um. Well, if you're really curious about my place, I mean, I can like I guess I can show you. Well, I don't know if I could go there and survive. But... Well, I don't have to take you there. I can just put what I've seen in your eyes. Uh, I'm going to pass. Put, am I going to have to put your pieces back together after this? I do admit I am morbidly curious. Are you serious? I, I don't know how well Meat's going to take it. So um, it might not be smart. It may not be a good idea. I mean, as much as I would like it, I really don't think that we're on the same wavelength, you and I, but I very much appreciate the offer. It was very nice of you. No, I get it. It's, uh... Your rock walkers here are very fragile, I guess. We you are. break easy. You can Speak for yourself. You break easy. No, duh. He breaks easy. Well, your outsides are, are weird. Like, you can... You can lose like all of your skin and still live but not very well the inside parts are so fragile like you can think wrong and die kind of crazy isn't it think wrong and die you know actually i can i, I can sort of empathize with that yeah it is kind of crazy when you think about it like, like that. you call it you call it magic you can just put a thought in someone's head and they die yeah that's the basis of most of my magic which is kind of crazy i can also rewire all your senses I mean, I don't particularly you can do smell that. color. I mean, to be fair, taste sound. You you can only kill them with magic in their brains if they're weak enough to let you. I don't know. Uh, I don't know much about but, uh, what the, the Rockwalkers here call magic. You can do some stuff that, that I think you would be magic, but there's nothing I can do. I don't really know what makes it different from just like just kind of raises a leg for just like moving. Well, I imagine for you it isn't. It's just part of who you are. For instance, I have uh, no magic whatsoever. I, pointing at a couple of the items I have on me, I have to uh, rely on these. Although, strangely enough, I also was born with magic, and it's just a part of me, so I suppose I understand. I guess I don't really get how that's magic, if it's just something you do. Well... It really isn't, but there is a theory behind it, which if you don't understand it, it can go horribly wrong with people who aren't born to it. Well, if you take the dead things, you put them inside you, and it, that keeps you alive. I mean, that, that's not magic. Marshall's it's just the thing a, you do. A meltdown over there. <laughs> well, <sighs> cooking is kind of like magic in some ways. So now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. All of this webbing you've put around the place... There's way more webbing around here. I'd say there's more webbing that you've put around this place than is even the entire size of your body, right? Probably, yeah. But all that webbing came out of you at some point. Well, it's part of me. I can still feel it. That's interesting and this is not the slightly different. Spider. Right, but 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 it's not like like that was all inside you at some point, right? But you don't eat anything. Well, so if you don't eat anything, how do you replace the, the, the stuff? How do you make more? Do you ever I mean, run out? I don't know. It's just it's just a, a part of me. It's not 
doesn't really I don't know I don't really see it as out or detached that's I just spread myself over this area maybe huh. it's kind of like with my magic I mean I, I can do use have... it to do things and uh, with uh, actually just a really quick motion it kind of twists its body it's thorax going one way and it's abdomen going the other almost folding back on itself as it reaches back with two claws uh, and just pulls a thread of web around and like a single motion in a, a flash, like two seconds, has a bit of rubble pulled up into a ball wrapped encased entirely in web that it draws out and just kind of has sticking out from its hand that it can just wave around like a, like a mace almost at the end. Huh. Like it's just... Will it hurt me if I touch it? I can make it stuck to it, maybe, but as you uh, as you touch it here, this thing's webs. They aren't actually sticky. Uh, it feels strangely soft, almost kind of moist. It feels like it's almost like wet bread wrapped around oh. this little central core of rubble, which is incredibly compacted in there, but you can, like, touch it and feel the stones inside of it. Okay, like, this thing can get any more gross and disturbing. <laughs> well, it could have a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. But, I don't know. And as he, he pulls his claw back up, all the rubble just dumps out of it, and, uh, Without even seeming to reach back again, the web is simply just kind of gone. As he puts his uh, leg back on the the wall. If you wanted to get to the other rock walkers, the small ones like you, you can come out the backside of this building here. But the big hairy things are inside. You mean these things? Points to the mole. Oh no, they're much larger. They're a lot bigger than, than you were the normal rock walkers. Well, let's I don't really go know around. Well, and he just kind of turns because you're going around the building he's standing on, so he just yeah. kind of pivots around the center <laughs> as you go, and he guides you around to this uh, crevice behind it that your sheik had found. It looks like you can squeeze into uh, with full plate. It's gonna be a bit of an adventure Screech. to get through, and probably require a good amount of armor polish afterwards. But um, uh, I just go through it. What I could do is I could just um, try to climb up the wall and like brace myself with my legs against the back of it, and then kind of shimmy along the top. Uh, so but what, you're not squeeze. going all the way past it. You're not going to the back of the alley. I'll just cast oh. gaseous form. He sticks a leg down inside of it, uh, oh, into this crack from the ceiling, and then snaps it back up to extend out into what looks from here that like way. it's just rock. He's like, there's a fissure here. It leads through to more uh, like this kind of thing. I like these uh, the rock rectangles that rock oh, walkers live stone in. blocks. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh, oh, uh, buildings, buildings. There's a ton of them. I can't really fit through here, but I can sort of like just step around it. How does his leg bend like that? Don't, but Miss, Miss Hershey, don't, don't think about it too much. In the middle where there's no joint, it's just whoop, and it goes right back to normal. <laughs> but if you, if you go through this way, uh, if that's what you're looking for, I'm pretty sure it's through there. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you, Harold. Yep. Um, yeah, might I take my armor off to fit through this? No, uh, you could you could squeeze through. It's okay. going to be like greater difficult terrain for you. Okay. Uh, you can move through it normally, being small sized. That'll be regular difficult terrain probably for everyone. I'm so just going to bypass having, like, it. Well, but the, the fissure is like behind the wall. Uh, it's not again. It's not like a road leading to it above it. It's just like it. I'm just going to cool it, man, it all the way through. I don't. Yeah. Care. <laughs> but uh, can I can I just crawl through? Yeah, that's what I mean. You can crawl through like it would be functionally difficult terrain. So it's not even like that prohibitive if you're not wearing 
rigid armor bodies <laughs> makes it a little bit harder. Uh, but you would certainly need to crawl through here uh, completely single file. That's fine. Uh, mm. And as you all start to make your way into this crevasse and down to Kavlar or whatever it is that lies beyond. Harry, thanks. Harold just kind of on the wall, just sort of uh, watching for a moment. But as you all clearly make it uh, or make it evident that you're making way through to leave, scuttles back on the other side of the building and turns back towards the waterfall and just kind of sits. I really like Harold. I'm going to miss him. I hope I get to see him again. I hope we don't. We really? do have to go back. To <sighs> <laughs> I just sinks to the ground for a minute and stands back up. Not being next to him is just natively comforting. Flight <laughs> of flight, like he was suppressing that hard. We should take our midstream break, I think. Yep, Oof. that's a good idea. Stand yep. up, stretch our legs, recover from the existential horror that is Harold's existence. <laughs> yes. and I like Harold. We'll be back in a few minutes. Give us some time to refill our drinks. Uh, we you know, stand up, walk around a bit. Uh, but don't go too far, because when we return, there's the far side of this strange little settlement, the hairy things mm. that Harold has spoken of, the larger over there. walk walkers. As we had left off, the group of you... He speaks in percussion. We're making you... <laughs> <laughs> that is the drummest thing I've ever heard. Oh, my God. You deserve to be beat. You've snared us in your puns. It's really a symbol of intelligence. <laughs> Beat me to I, it. I'm I said snare already. Oh, I went. I, I win. Yes, oh. down minus ten points. Squid you okay minus over there? Points. So, just, <laughs> so I'm about just contemplating how many of these bone points to kill all of you. Um, so Harold eats you. Harold decides he's had enough oh, of your crap. <laughs> decides to give back in. Who's chaotic evil nature and kills all of you while you're stuck squeezing through this incredibly narrow passage you can't fight back. Cool. Uh, so what do we want to play as our next campaign? <laughs> so. Not a spider. <laughs> as we left off, you were working your way through this very narrow passage behind one of the buildings, which worked around into a fissure uh, that is much more naturally drawn no, against this back wall. And as you get into this crevice here and towards the fissure, you can actually absolutely feel a, a relatively strong draft, almost like a near-continuous breeze blowing out from inside the cavern that's working back off from the back wall of this building. Hmm. You have to squeeze the opening of this, uh, but once you get to it, it is large enough to be much more passable. Uh, maybe around six, seven feet around and high. Uh, much more of a jagged crack in the wall. So I got to be like seven, eight feet wide. It'd be like 12 high. Uh, it's very much a, a strange little slot that's been worn smooth uh, by the passage of time, air, erosion, something. Uh, it is going to allow you to at least move comfortably rather than having to cram... Roshin's full plate through here. But there's not a whole ton of space for you to easily like move around or move past each other as you continue once more by solely the light of Roshin's blade. You can see a few more of these strange little wispy hairs, fungal strands, whatever, that do seem to be a little bit more common 
as you're passing through this uh, this area. Some of them not even blowing away as they're a little more stuck to the nearby walls or in particular the ceiling of the area where they start to become a good deal more common. Hmm. Uh, they're not like matting. It's not super, like it's not really thick, but they're not uncommon anymore. Um, Roshi's just going to hold her whole flick up to the ceiling and just kind of sweep it back and forth to see if fire disperses them or melts um, them. As holding your fire up to it, it doesn't really seem to react at, at all. Like the fire actually. doesn't actually damage them or uh, wither them at all? Getting up close, it doesn't really seem to, but if you get to the point of literally touching it yeah. with the fire, they would fizzle off. Uh, they wouldn't visibly burn, but there would almost be an audible pop hmm. as they kind of flared and again, physically popped audibly out of existence. Huh. Little small cracks, almost just like louder sparks or bits of kindling from a campfire cracking. Each one just pop, pop, pop as your fire touches them. Huh. All right. Enough of that. Just... Just experimenting, but <laughs> just huh. see if you somehow flash fire the entire hallway. It also notably that's doesn't, not something it, I could do, but it doesn't seem to like yeah, chain them at all. And the ones that are untouched by your your actual fire, even nearby, are these are not natural dead cord. Yeah, they don't really react until your flame actually touches them from flick. Okay. But you continue down this tunnel for another uh, pretty short distance. Actually, it would really only be a few dozen feet before this strange craggy fissure widens up once more, uh, spreading first from six feet to about 10 feet wide before finally fanning outward to a almost a landing hmm. that looks to be near 30 feet across. Uh, and I have you here. The tunnel behind you is what you would come from. Uh, in front of you, you would still see stone, similar to what you've been walking through, but it is almost perfectly flat. This is not cavernous surface anymore. Uh, what's stopping the passage bisecting this cavern is clearly a manufactured wall. Hmm. Uh, the wall is enormous. Uh, it spans at least the length of this 30, 40 foot wide cavern, where again, the erosion seems to have opened it up around a similar crack in the wall itself, which seems to be the source of this drafting. Hmm. Uh, and as you get to this area here and get closer, you can hear a sound. Uh, what sounds almost like... I don't know. I, I, I don't want to compare it to the Chiruka because I don't want this campaign to continually come back to Cinderclaws. But it is almost an aggressive ape-like hooting and howling. Uh, but much deeper, almost throatier, hmm. sort of growly. Uh, a bunch of repetitive guttural sounds coming out through here. Uh, clearly being made by some kind of creature. This is, this is obviously no strange natural sound. There is something on the other side of this wall. Uh, with your light machine and your dark vision, Marcel, because you have dark vision, uh, you can see through this actually perfectly fine. Uh, you can see that this wall is nearly 20 feet wide. Hmm. Uh, and this crack, this fissure through the wall itself, extends all the way through it. 
uh, and seems to open up. Uh, you can't see a, a ton okay. of what's beyond, but to a worked flat stone floor. And even what appears to be a door on the far side of the area, still intact. Over there, there seems to be a door. Oh, all right. Well, let's go through it. Everybody right. else, without uh, your dark vision having certainly both yeah. your dark yeah, vision having worn off at this point, I can only see what Roshin's light is showing. Now, the crack in this wall has not been eroded nearly as severely as the natural stone around. It will need to be squeezed through. Uh, except for Raz, obviously, who's chilling. But <laughs> All right. being small. Well, I'll go first, just in case there's something on the other side of it, and uh, try to secure it for you. I'll be right behind you. Very good. And just try to keep that shield up and squeeze my way through. Rasheen, then Marshall, and then it's literally going to be single fire file, so. Can mm-hmm. I change my exploration action to do cantrips? Absolutely. I'm going to do triple time. Increase our base movement speed by 10. Okay, does that doesn't take a focus point? You can just do that? Yeah, it's a cantrip. Hmm. Very nice. It's a it's a focus cantrip. It's oh, like it's a, it gives you speed, right? Yeah, it gives you, it okay. gives you 10. Okay, yeah. I was thinking of triple time from first edition, which is literally haste. So yeah, I was like, no, there's no way you else. can just do that infinitely. No, there's another That was one. Allegro is what that is. That's so also a cantrip. Allegro's a cantrip now? One person gets it. Oh, yeah, it's fair a enough. Cantrip. So uh, Rasheen, then Marshall, and then Trishik, probably, question mark? You and then probably Rez, me. Rez. And then Rez, Rez behind yeah. you going. <laughs> so it just makes me anxious so I go faster <laughs> yeah. so yeah I assume we're going back to seeking, seeking sneaking shield composition and scouting mm-hmm. as you're all working your way through here trying to uh, see whatever there is on the far side of this uh, the light of Roshin's blade disappearing into this crevice now leaving those of you in the back of the line in near darkness uh this strange guttural hooting and howling is pretty loud. Uh, actually, uh, not like drowning out Raz's performance, but dramatically overshadowing it in volume. Uh, but as Rasheen starts to push her way through here and the light comes, whatever denizens are on the far side of this wall do seem to take notice. Uh, and I can move this probably to here. As the group of you at that point, I'll turn invisible. Okay. You have another one of those? That's my last one. Okay. And With your big Rashi boy invisibility rune. Disappearing. Uh, you come into what looks like the inside of a building. Hmm. Not actually an open courtyard, uh, but a dome-roofed chamber with the ceiling 30 feet up ahead, arcing above you, still almost wholly intact, but spaced on either side, right or left, as you can see throughout the room, are two ancient dry fatches, uh, fountains overgrown with patches of a strange, sickly-looking fungus, hmm. now manifesting in thick, knotted tangles, uh, like bulbous growths hmm. all over the basin of these two fountains. You can see the walls uh, all around you are clearly carved with depictions of dwarves uh, around, uh, seemingly engaged in either like a court, uh, some sort of court case or debate of some kind. But they seem lively, they seem jovial. It looks friendly. It's stark contrast to the state of the chamber itself. Uh, they are partially damaged and partially covered more by matted swaths of these strange growing fungus that spreads uh, across like a now the hair is coming together into matted tangles. 
<clears throat> patching throughout some of the deeper crevices of these carvings, hmm. looking like a clogged drain. And you can see the source of the hooting as it stops pretty abruptly. Two massive creatures. Uh, not really massive, but uh, compared, you've been finding a lot of stuff that's massive. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta scale back my adjectives here. <laughs> Two fairly large creatures, okay. which are backed into the southeast corner of the room. That's your right and back across from you. They are strange, vaguely humanoid abominations. They are crouched down almost in like a sitting position, but like, again, vaguely humanoid. Their body's covered in a black matted hair hmm. more than a fur. It's almost like slicked and stuck down across their body. And as they're both crouched and kneel down, uh, kneeling down, their knees protruding almost up to the top of their torso. Hmm. Uh, each section, sorry, each section of their legs seemingly as long as their entire body and their arms no different. In lieu of heads, they just have huge gaping maws. I'm done. From which these <laughs> sounds are emanating. No, you want to be done? Hold on, let me give you one of these. Bam. Gaping toothy maws just atop the shoulders and each of their arms splitting at the elbows into I four clawed hands from two shoulders. My Aunt Christina. <laughs> Got minis. Got some minis. Got some minis. Do you want to put these fine gentlemen down on the table? Well, yes, I do. Need the map back. Oh, boy. Lord. Ooh, Terrifying. Look at that. And we're squeezing out of a hole. And as you're squeezing out of the hole. Better roll high. And the pair of them. Otherwise, it's all you. The pair of them see you coming through, Roshin. You are kind of physically blocking the rest of your party for, from coming al along behind you. Slightly. These two creatures both turn to you. Their strange hooting now replaced with what almost seems like anger as the southernmost one putting the knuckles of one fist of one arm down on the ground and pointing at you with the other arm coming out from that same elbow. What's well, that a strange cry? And the other one immediately pushes itself up on all four of its fists, pulling its legs up, its feet almost in front of itself, swinging its body up towards the crack. Very excitedly. Towards the party. Hey, hey, none of that. None of that. <laughs> what are these? Or is it speaking a language? Um, it is speaking noises. <laughs> what, what is this thing? A Pokemon? It just says its name over and over again. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's a nightmare type. That's what it is. All I need <laughs> some initiative, my friends. Uh, <laughs> if ever there was a time for it. Uh, you got scouting? Battle cry? Battle cry and uh, call to arms spell. Okay, you can each yell at one of them. Get a cock! Get your, get your uh, so. initiatives up first, then we'll get that. So, plus two, status. Oh, oh yeah, I'm motivated. Joe, motivated indeed. They look much less friendly than Harold. Yeah. <laughs> or at least their curiosity Mine's is status and scouting is a circumstance, so you get plus three total. That's right. Mine's an item, so I get plus five. Oh, so I get it. So okay. Yours, yours so, is status. All right. Mine's status. Cool, I got a plus four. I'm on it. Yay. I get all three. That's hotness. Now, that as you hot. come through here, um, you obviously see these creatures immediately as you're coming in. But whatever these gangly, 
hairy things are. They're actually kind of slow to react. They look like they were very distracted with something on the north side of the chamber that from here you can't see yet. But you can hear what sounds like wet sloshing blades scything through corpses and smell blood. Overwhelming even Roshin's natural scent. We That's fresh blood. found the middle of a fight. On the northern side of the chamber. Seems like there are more parties in here than just these guys. This is not a party. It's a great party. This, this is, is the worst absolutely party. Absolutely a party. Res. 38. Ooh. Nice. Marshall. Uh, what the bonus is, 29. Pretty good. Dr. Sheik. 28. And Roshin. 38. Who wants to go first? Pride me. Yeah, lady I mean, in the front, most likely. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Resume? 34. All right, so we got... Actually, I want to go first. <laughs> I'm not moving. Okay. Fair enough. can do that. Two. I will roll these lads Yes, separately. the tooting. And then we'll get battle cries. Um, and... There he I is. I love them, but I hate them. They're terrifying. It's so gross looking. They're the worst Pokemon ever. Got some nice little minis. Okay, left guy... The southernmost one has a 31. What did you get, Resume? 34. 34, he's right here. Oh, everyone gets 6 temp HP, by the way. Oh, lovely. Rightmost guy, what did you get, Trishik? I got a 28. 24, he's still, again, they are not quick to react. They're pretty distracted at the moment. And we got... Oh, look at that. That's a pretty nice hey. little table set up right there. Yeah. Party squeezing through to... A great place. Oh, that looks great. All right, so then give me your battle cry, Marshall. Uh, I get? got a 34. 34? Um, and do you have Intimidating Glare? Yes. All right, cool. I mean, of course I do. Yeah, I, I was pretty sure you did, but I wasn't 100% positive. Mm, I get him. 34, yeah. He is... Uh... As you roar, which one are you roaring at? The southernmost one? Um, one? I'm going to... Probably this one. Uh, here's the one that was pointing. As you roar it... Even though this thing looks like it is enormous, like if it stood up, this thing would be 15 feet tall. Not as big as huge, Marshall. Uh, it actually scrambles back, uh, clearly, visibly afraid. What about you, Roshin? Um, Roshin gets a, can I prowess? Physically menace? I'll give it to you. Okay. Uh, with prowess, that's You have big. your shield coming up front. That could be pretty spooky. Yeah, that's good. With the light of God shining from your sword. <laughs> light? Why is there light in here? You dare bring light to my lair? You must die. 34. I don't have glare, though. Uh, okay, so that's a... I mean, that's also... So they, they, he goes to swing himself forward, and you scream at it, and it, it, it kind of stops and immediately jerks its legs back under itself and stands back up, back almost against the back wall. Uh, turning first to look at the thing to its left and then turning to look at the north side of the room. Mm -hmm. Rez, you were up first. I'm going to... Um... Do the thing, because I completely forgot what it's called, where I do two, fo um, two focus cantrips, two composition okay. cantrips. Um, gonna keep up triple time, and inspired, as he just toots. <laughs> he, he's got fast, 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 and he toots even faster. Um, to do inspired defense. So both those are 60 feet ranges, radiuses for me, so all my allies get it. Okay, that's my whole turn. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of inspiration coming from the peanut gallery here. How about you, Roshin? Uh, Roshin is going to... Sorry, is, is it... So that's an open space. So you count difficult from the space you're moving into, or am I uh, still you're, squeezing? You're actually fine. You're at the, the mouth of this, so okay. you're actually okay. You'll be able to just move normally from here. Okay, so I'm going to declare a stride and move five feet into the room for the first bit of it. 
Okay. You know, it's not it's not Warhammer. You don't have to like make a declared movement. You can be str oh, like I said, you're striding, not stepping. Is exactly. What you mean. Okay. Because yeah, you can stride five feet and then decide what you want to do from there. Uh, so as you step into the chamber, stride. Stride into the chamber. Well, I mean, it's a step like the, yeah. the pros, not yeah. the action. You see that the north end of the room has a small pile of maybe eight dwarven corpses. Mm -hmm. uh, but they look like they have been corpses for a long time. Perhaps they were zombies, perhaps ghouls. Whatever it is, they're dead now. And what appears to be a freaking gigantic bat. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, look it. at that thing. We call With it. no eyes. Sockets sunken into its skull where eyes should be. But none there. The same pointed ears standing straight up. In lieu of uh, predominant fangs, having a row of needle-sharp, needle inches-long teeth is ripping through these bodies. I have chosen as, the wrong career. As the light comes in, and Rasheen steps forward, and it sees, it turns, immediately snapping its head your direction, it screeches in rage. Bad is in rage. Mad bad. <sighs> Mad bad. He's also in range. <laughs> <laughs> Mad bad. He's real mad. Wings like rubber. And like rubber. He was also kind of busy eating this pile, so he's not super fast either. He's got to sort of get away from his current engagements. Hmm. Uh, we'll be coming with a 30. With a 30. Okay. 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 Oh, what's going on? Uh, He's still in a stride action. Still in a stride action. Um, so let's see here. I'm thinking that the monsters in the back seem fairly cowed, and this thing seems not so much. So it looks way more angry. Looks way most. more angry. Um, so Rasheen is actually going to finish the stride up to it, and she's going to do. A, uh, I'm going to do a quick glance over at the the creatures. I'm going to say. You stay right there, and then uh, charge up uh, at uh, finish my my move uh, charging up at this. Uh, I just want to point this out because it's a really cool feature of Foundry that we just have Rasheen's line of sight right now. As you come around the corner, you actually can't see your friends anymore back in the tunnel. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. player specific line of sight. is actually pretty neat. Yeah, it's one of, the, one of the main reasons we're doing the Foundry trialing right now. All right, so that's one action. Um, you can tell me if this is a thing, but I want to kind of call back to him. Um, I'm, I'm gonna try to call back the situation. Uh, beast to the left, bring it down first. Okay. And just shout well, that. I mean, the tunnel right behind you, like ten feet behind you, they'd be able to hear it. Okay, fair enough. Um, so uh, Roshin uh, again is gonna is gonna push up. I'm going to uh, raise my shield and take a strike. Okay. With flick. Ooh, oh. Okay. That's spicy. That's, that's pretty good. Uh, so that's gonna be it's AC and saves and what did you double? What was the other one that you did? It just speed. speed. You don't have inspire courage. Yeah. Oh, it's triple time. Okay. Yeah. So that's gonna be a, ooh, a moderate curse. So that's gonna do that. Okay. So 19 on the die, plus math finder. Math finder. It's exactly it. It's, it's uh, 41. 41 is absolutely gonna hit. 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 Okay. Hit. Uh, we're not allowed to crit anymore unless it's in that 20. This is high level time, my friend. I We're not critting on like 41s anymore. I see. Okay, very good. So let's see here. That's uh, 10, 14 plus moderate curse damage, 20 
slashing and fire. All right, and your sword seems to bite through it fairly well. Uh, but the thing is pretty large, and uh, as you take a slash at it, it's kind of getting itself extricated from this pile it was feasting on. You can see a truly morbid, gruesome scene before you where this thing is with reckless abandon ripped into the bodies of these dwarves. Mm -hmm. And it turns quickly, throwing up a wing to try to defend itself, which you slash through. Resme. Uh, there's... There is no light in this tunnel anymore as Rasheen rounds the corner. Are there things on the left too? You saw me go that way. You can see like the silhouettes of Trishik and Marshall in front of you, but this here. You can't see uh, at all. Is actually what. Oh, well, you can see just the silhouette of Marshall in front of you, but this is actually what you see. I'm throwing up light. Okay. Casting your own spell here. And uh, I believe we all now at this point have like a. It goes out 120 feet, right? 60, uh, right? 60, 60. and 60, yeah. Yep. Bratalata. Demolita. Illuminating the hallway. Uh, and I'm gonna try to move past Trishik a little and get behind Marshall. So uh, it's already difficult terrain to squeeze through here. It's going to be greater difficult terrain. Uh, so 20 feet of movement to try to push past your That's allies. That's fine. In front That's of you. all I've got. So I don't want to squeeze by Marshall. I just want to squeeze by Trishik. There's not room there. Uh, you guys cost, are kind of single filed. It would cost two move actions. If you want to, to try to like us. push past everybody scramble style, it would be 40, 50 feet no, of movement. No, uh, I'm just going to shield up. I have no idea what's coming, but shield can help. Shield, shield generally helps. Shield good. Shield makes safe. So up here in the chamber, the you would all be able to see the first of these creatures. It's, Clearly very afraid, but not super happy with the situation. He's keeping himself very much to the back wall. He sidles in front of the large stone door, so I do it across from the crack you'd come through. And he moves erratically. Uh, again, his joints look mostly humanoid, but they bend and twist at odd angles as it sort of crab walks down this wall here before reaching out from the back wall of this 30-foot-wide chamber to Rasheen on the other side, battling a bat, extending itself with an arm to slap out at you. Uh, One-handed, very cautiously, clearly not interested in getting super close, and hmm. again, very visibly afraid. funny that the things of nightmares are for a 38 to hit a uh, 38 to hit um she it, it's gonna just do a normal hit and uh the, the thing is pretty large and its claws they don't seem very sharp although it kind of looks like it's just flicking like a, a like you would do like it a, a fly almost like a cat yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly it's got a ton of force behind these and you feel this thing's claws slam into your back uh, and you are going to take 19 points of slashing damage. Okay, drops to 13 through temporary hit points. Resistance 3. Resistance 3 from Inspired Defense? Yep. Oh, nice. Uh, that's going to be 133 that I'm at. Okay. Before the other claw swipes down from that same arm, from that elbowed fork, striking towards you as well for, like, way lower. Uh... 25. Uh, 25, she rolls the guard reflexively into flex. And as that it one. swipes with these two claws on one arm, 
Immediately afterward, it pulls itself back all the way back uh, to the wall, almost pressed up against it, directly across the uh, from the crack and in clear view of the party, as you can see this abomination. Hey, what did I tell you? Spritzer! Bad, bad. Now, the bat thing is very much upset that you are here and that you are well striking it with a flaming sword that's putting out yet more light. Uh, yeah. How can it tell? It seems to. Yeah. And, uh, keeping its wing kind of in front of it, flashes out with a fanged maw. And you can see, again, these just sunken hollows furred over where eyes should be. Don't seem to stop its, uh, its accuracy at all. Hmm. It snaps forward with a 35 to hit. Uh, 35 uh, is just going to hit. She's going to try to block it with the shield, but the force is just going to kind of push it back into her. And this thing is much less cautious, much less afraid than the weird gangly creatures in the back and puts a lot more of its own force and body into this strike. And these fangs, your shield will protect you, but only so much. You can take 41 points of piercing damage. Okay, so I'll shield block. It's a regular hit. Lovely. Uh, I'm going to shield block to soak some of that. And then as it snaps, let's go. Seeming not trying to eat you or to pull you in, but just trying to bite to, like, it, it's intending to do damage. It pulls back, throws its head back, and opens its mouth like it's shrieking. You don't really hear anything. You can, you, <laughs> Rat Boy, can maybe just that your range of hearing can catch an incredibly high-pitched shriek that would be out of the auditory range for maybe you two i'm not sure definitely out of the auditory range for our more normal folk here but it looks odd as you see its throat vibrate it's clearly shrieking and hear no sound and with that what is your spell dc rasheen rasheen's spell dc is 31 spell dc spell dc Ooh, is something weird hmm. um so you have Flick. What do you have Light cast on? Uh, light is cast on, I guess, technically, the Flick's Hilt, I okay. guess. Uh, you see the light around Flick's Hilt go out. Huh. Uh, leaving you not in complete darkness, because fortunately, Flick is also a torch. bright torch. I Is it? Technically. It yeah, is a torch. It's a torch. Huh. It sheds light at 40 feet like a torch while it's, uh, while it's out. Uh, and this whatever this shrill cry is does not seem to be enough to extinguish that. Uh, and its range is not currently encompassing Resume. But outside the light of Flick, the rest of the room is plunged into a near supernatural darkness, as this thing seems to scream light out of existence. <laughs> Marshall. Well, <clears throat> so it would be somewhat difficult terrain to move up. It is difficult terrain, yeah. So it's 10 feet to go one, then 15 to be out. Uh, but so you got triple time. Oh, I also have triple, triple time. Do plus ten. Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically, it takes five feet more than you think it would to get somewhere. All right. I kind of want to get. Here's what you can see. I want to kind of get like right about here. Like I think that's like about yeah. twenty feet, yeah. give or take. Yeah. Uh, that would be twenty-five feet of movement. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's, come around the corner. That's more than enough. Yeah. And that'll be my first action. Bat time. Ah, a giant bat. That's cute. What are those things? And as you run into the room, already ready to smack this bat, this one that's back against the wall here, 
while you are coming through this square, is going to reach out with its other arm and slap towards you. Still defensively. This is before your rage, so you're full oh. AC. So it says you're coming into the room. This thing's so long and gangly that although it's only about 12 feet tall, it seems to be able to pretty effectively reach you 15 feet out. Hmm. Uh, and it's going to try to give you a slap. Or it's frightened one. 34 to hit. 34? Yep. Just a hit. And you are going to take 21 points of slashing damage. But that's and not really going to... resistance, happen. right? Minus yep. three? Minus three. And you have six temp hit points that so haven't gone away yet. That's really... 21, so 18, 18. so 12 is going to be the end up, the total. Because you have the six temp hit points plus that. So you're going to take 12, get... basically. I take 12. Okay. Here. Good job. Ugh, math, how dare you. Math, I do. And uh, while you're getting that Roshin... I'm Nicarus in the chat has a hero point for you. Bravely leading the way. Thank you. Thank you. First into the breach. All right. So I get to my spot. Ah, that's a kid trick. My turn. There's a Take big a chug. Mega Marshall. Time to get down to business. Now these fountains are small enough that in your gigantic size, they're not really going to obstruct you. So you can go full huge if you that's, want to go full huge. I'm going Mega Marshall. I don't know why I ask if you want to go <laughs> full huge in oh, any situation <laughs> in which you can go full huge. It's obviously the thing that you're going to do. <laughs> Mega Marshall. Guess gun. who also has 15 foot reach? Mega Marshall gonna take a big smack at the bat with the big red. Smack. <laughs> smack. Yeah. That is going to be 10. That's going to be math. 33. 33 as you get up. Perhaps staggered a bit as you're going for your drinking horn by this weird thing slapping you. 33 is just going to be on target enough to catch this bat like fiend. Damage a clock. Blazing axe coming at you. Bitty boy. Uh, that's going to be 13 plus 17, so 30 plus 5, so 35 fire and slashing. Alright, and you seem to bite in perfectly fine, uh, causing no difficulties uh, doing any kind of damage. Man, it's nice to just get to do all your damage, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh, so good. But it catches it again in a wing, drawing some blood, staggering it a bit. But it's pretty large and seems to be fairly sturdy. Uh, Trashik. I am going to sneak uh, out into the open. So ending your turn here, you would no longer have cover. You would, I'm invisible. You're invisible, right? You're invisible is cover. Yep. So, <laughs> And uh, you can see the white light from the spell on Rasheen's sword Sorry. go out to be replaced exclusively by the flickering fire uh, coming from her sword. Uh, even the glow from the flames of Marshall's axe is pretty muted and doesn't seem to go further than the blade itself. I will. Ooh, man, those noises. Sneak. Thank you, Sirenscape, for your uh, beautiful sound set here. Twice more over to behind this thing. Is it against the wall? Uh, it is not, no, there's a little bit of space. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, would I go back around it and over into that corner. Alrighty. Do you want to flank it or you want to be... Yeah, yeah, right there. Hang on, I, I just couldn't get to that space. Gotcha. I got too close to the edge and not moved. Uh, but as you, yeah, as you come around as defending itself, it does turn its head to watch you. It seems to be clearly aware of your presence, even with your foil senses. It seems to be acutely aware of where you're moving. Its attention, however, is focused on the giant barbarian slamming it with the flaming axe. So, <laughs> he's not as bothered by your presence right now. Uh, and that's, is that your whole turn? If that's I counted three. the movement correctly. 
because I've got. I'm assuming you. I was just assuming you did. I wasn't measuring. Yeah, I just moved you. The uh, well, the second one would have got me to here, and then I would have had to move one more to get there. Okay. So the bottom of these creatures, the one that Marshall screamed at, very much seems to be uh, shying back towards the corner, not happy about the fact that Marshall was in front of him and now absolutely gigantic. <laughs> and pardon my pun, dwarfing this gangly thing. <laughs> I'm so proud of You're you. You're not pardoned. It is going to extend itself, uh, pushing up not on his legs, but again on a, a pair of knuckles, launching its entire body up towards you, almost like a shark as its maw just spreads wide open, able to open its mouth wider than its shoulders as it goes to try to bite and snap up towards you. Mm. Uh, and then just as quickly as it came out, withdrawing back, afraid, not willing to really commit here, but trying to give you a munch. So he is frightened dos, uh, which is going to put this at a 25 to hit you. Nothing. He, as he tries to snap me, I'm just like, ah, stop it. I mean, stop it. <laughs> and as he completely fails at that, he still cows shirking back down the corner and then reaches up with the top claw of each arm to try to slap out once and twice at you. Maybe uh, a 30 to hit on that first claw. On the first claw, that is just going to hit. All right, you are going to take 26 points of slashing damage. 26 minus 3, so 23. Okay. Second claw for like a 27. Nope. Well, nope, nope. Does not hit. And that one just kind of glancing across your armor. I told you not to slap me. Now, as... <laughs> As more of you pour into the room, I mean, I guess they only see two, but one, more two of you pour in and one of you becomes the size of 50 of you. Um, <laughs> they seem to be becoming more emboldened, whether this is either a fear response or just they were spooked by your sudden appearance is unclear. But uh, yeah, their frightened condition is uh, decreasing. They're becoming more committed to this encounter. Bring this back around to Raz. Um, Raz is going to try to skitter through as quickly as possible. Still under the effects of triple time. Um, and he's gonna go out of. How much room is that? So it's gonna out? be. You're small, so it's just difficult to to move fast resume. Okay. Uh, so it's only 30 feet to get through the whole crevice. Cool. So, uh, so you're 35 with the base. Yeah, so yeah. put me all the way through and then up one. Okay. Boop. Um, and then we're gonna use a one action spell hypercognition, six recall knowledge checks. <clears throat> on on the thing I, that player knows what it is, that, and we're just going to do three on each of those until I get something out of it. Okie dokie. So, what's your bardic lore shenanigans? Um, is, uh, actually, it is occultism for gangly boy, uh, but probably bardic lore for bat. What's What would the bat be? Nature. Nature yeah, bardic lore. 22 for the gangly boy and 18 for so let's bat lore. Start with gangly boy here, 22. Like math numerous times. Uh, so, fortunately or otherwise, these weird, stretchy abominations, their long limbs and their weird joints, are probably one of the more... It's a perp worm situation again. It is one of the more well-known dangerous denizens of the Darklands below, uh, which, again, not a ton really known about them. And they're just referred to by the strange noises they make. Uh, these are gugs. 
Gugs are a race of horror monsters that live deep beneath the world and are actually just the stuff of nightmares. Uh, you would know that they, uh, as you've seen, would have much more reach, much more mobility and flexibility uh, than their size alone would lead you to believe because they are very long. They're like 80% limb and their body is pretty much just maw and stomach. Uh, these things are intelligent, not... I mean, I guess, like, as intelligent as your average person, which isn't terribly intelligent, but, like, they're not mindless creatures. They live in a society. Um, <laughs> like we do. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the Guggled Boys. In fact, most Gugs do understand language. Usually, they've got about the mental capacity for one, and generally, just due to their environs, it's under common. So it's not, if you know Undercommon, it's not impossible that like, you could speak with them and they could possibly speak back. Uh, but the biggest thing to watch out for with these guys is that they are, again, they're much quicker than the frame would make it look like they are. Uh, able to make reactive attacks, able to pounce on prey in the blink of an eye, they are much faster than you expect them to be and can move vertically nearly as easily as horizontally. Uh, beyond that, if any of you were thinking about squeezing back through this crack to escape them if this goes wrong, they will fit through there much better than you. <laughs> they are much better at squeezing. What now, if you just don't have a bone structure? They don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they barely do. Now, the thing you know much less about. You're not sure entirely what it is. Uh, it looks visibly like a bat. Uh, obviously, it's, it's, its external appearances are very much in common with a regular bat, but it's it doesn't have eyes at all. Uh, it's got ears and like sonar exists to some extent, but it seems to be able to track and fight everyone very precisely. And even for a bat, hearing is not a precise sense. Uh, not that such as it would be able to defend itself intelligently like this thing seems to be. Uh, also, as it shriek, you can tell Rasheen's light has gone out. You could just barely kind of hear that. It seems to have some ability to control light itself or more precisely to control darkness. You're not positive how far that really extends. Definitely no, no, nearly as much about that one. There's your hypercognition. Eyes widen. Um, Gugs, unknown scary. Um, toot. He just makes out the longest drawn out, unnerving sound. Of his, uh, <laughs> as he does Dirge of Doom. Oh, the Gugs were down to frightened one. Now they're frightened one forever. <laughs> Okay, uh, is that you? That's me. Rasheen. Okay. Um, oh, scary thing. All right, right. Scary thing. I've got it. I've got it. Glad I could help. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Actually, I'm, I'm kicking up fast healing right now, so let me get that back. So forget it. As my wounds close from the intensity of the curse. Um, so we're going to raise shield. We're in a pretty good position right now. Um, I don't know Trushik is there, but it seems distracted by something. So I'll take yeah, advantage of that fact. You turning to look at something. Yeah, so I'll take advantage of the opening that provides to try to draw a strike on it. Oh, wow. It's an 18 on the die. Nice. Uh, so that's going to be a 40. 40 will hit it. 40 does not crit its five footed. Ah, oh, flubby rolls. Uh, let's see. 14 plus... That's actually it's the same thing I rolled last 20. Okie dokie. Uh, then I've got the shield up, and I've got one action left. Um, I don't want to go rip and tear just yet, so... 
Or actually, maybe I do, honestly. Yeah, let's let's try um, uh, Noctuk, and her eyes gonna blaze red, and I'm gonna get a vision of weakness off on the bat. Mm -hmm. So I get all of its weaknesses. Does not have any. Okay. Oh no. Oh, that's uh, do you also get its resistances slash immunities? Um, not really. Uh, I get a um. Let me, let me actually double check it because if I don't have a card. You get a vision thing. that it is weak to being beaten to death with your weapons. Okay. And also probably magic. Probably. Uh, uh, I get the nature of all of its weaknesses. Uh, as well as which of its saving modifiers is the lowest? Uh, it is an animal. And uh, its lowest saving modifier is certainly will. Certainly will, okay. It is an animal. Oh, I would have gotten a plus two status bonus if I'd cast that first. Oh, well. Well, now we know. Now we know. Yeah, it does not. Have, it is an animal and does not have any particular weaknesses, and it's worth safe as well. Okay. It's a weird animal, but it's an animal. It's a weird animal, but it's an animal. All right. Um, and uh, as she so casts that, veins are gonna kind of burst out on her forehead, and she's gonna just kind of snarl at it. It's just a beast. And that's my turn. Resme. Uh, Resme is. You see a gug. Right, yeah, uh, so I'm gonna make my way through the cave of blunders. Alright, so it's gonna be 10, 20, 30, 35 if you wanna come all the way out. That's fine. Okay. Uh. As you come out, there's an invisible lizard and rat scampered by, and this thing's kinda scared by Marshall. You see it kinda turn to the second person, the fourth now that it's seen it coming out to this crack, and look at you as you come by. Uh, Obscurum Replicata? And it slaps as you go to cast. Oh, from that far away. <laughs> oh my god. That's fine. Uh, Nimble Dodge. Nimble Dodge, like, Obscurum, crap. <laughs> it's got 20 foot range on its Well, diagonal legs. for reach, it's still... Oh, the bottom one. Bottom yeah. one, right, oh. bottom one. No, it's not oh, reaching past okay. Marshall. that's what I was wondering. Also, the top one already used its one on Marshall. No, bottom one is reaching up past Marshall and slapping. Sorry. No, He's reaching th between Marshall's legs to bat you. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Um, Get some help. And as it <laughs> reaches out, you're surprised by its appearance, and it's nearly as surprised by yours, but it's uh, starting to acclimate to this battle here. It's going to pivot its elbow in the second claw. Uh, is the one that's actually coming by to strike here. That's Link, right. 1429. Use your hero points. The powers just slap. The Gug's like, oh my god, it has only two arms. How hideous. That was a much better reroll. Okay, it's still frightened one, so it's only going to be a 40 to hit you. Uh, <laughs> only that, a 40. That is not going to crit me. Not going to crit you. Not going to crit's what we're looking for. So it does not interrupt your spell. Gonna be 29 points of slashing damage, though. Okay. Uh, so three points of resistance, so that's 26. No. Yes. He's not doing that anymore. Uh -huh. Oh, you're not. Oh, okay. But six, ten hit points. But six, ten hit points. So That'll be 23. 23 that's fine. And then it does not interrupt your spell. It doesn't hit you hard enough. Okay. Uh, and she will go invisible, uh, and she will still be right next to herself. Mislead. I'm gonna cast mislead. It's mislead o'clock. Okie dokie. So you cast a second resume over here. And I kind of figured out a nice way to do this by going up yonder, giving it no vision, and then making it a weird spectral image. Nice. There you go. 
Uh, but your 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 real self is still in the oh, original it, spot. Do I have it right? backwards? Is that how it was? Yes, backwards. Oh, so the image is appears below you. Yep. Okay. She doesn't want to be closer to the gug. Are you crazy? Look like that. Excellent. Alrighty, and then it is gug o'clock, and the northernmost gug here, as Marshall is coming, even though Marshall is completely ignoring this thing, uh, it's it's not happy. There's a giant guy in front of it that's bigger than it is, and it sits right next to you, which is going to pivot its entire body to the side, its whole torso twisting almost 90 degrees as it opens its mouth and just tries to bite into your torso. Frightened one. It's going to be a 35 to hit. That's uh, going to be a hit. Um, and as he bites into you, it's going to be 21 points of piercing damage. Okay before he kind of, he doesn't really, he doesn't grab you, you're too large for him to meaningfully grab, but his teeth kind of sink into your side and all of you can see this thing is bit on the, like, right above Marshall's hip. And then both of its arms just kind of slap <laughs> back and forth with all four claws at either side of him. Is it just aggressively dabbing? <laughs> the dab of death. It can double dab, its elbow goes to two Exactly. Forearms. Oh my like, god. This is levels of dab that shouldn't be possible. Space boosted dabbing. Are you okay over there? I... 32 to hit you with the first claw. I'm taking uh, poison damage right now. Um, and that is going to hit you for 28 points of slashing damage. And the second claw... So much bad. There's only a 20. Oh yeah, that's not going to hit. Yeah, it's a, a map 3. It's <laughs> They don't frequently get in there. Uh, now this bat... As it is shrieked and your fire is still illuminating the room, at least the brilliant white glow of the hilt of Flick has gone out. But it's still pretty generally upset about it. And as it ends its shriek, it dips back down to bite towards Rasheen again. Coming in for a 34 to hit. Uh, 34. I'm honestly curious if this hits you. Uh, actually, hang on, I have to recalculate my bonuses. Because we're, we're at the, full curso, so. I turned the wheel the wrong way. So I hit it, so I'm only at minus one for the status. Your plus one status isn't on. I raised my shield, so I'm an AC 33. Nope, does, it does hit me. So if you weren't a major curse, would it hit you? Uh, no, no, it, it would have still hit me. I'm moderate. The oh, AC penalty like, doesn't get worse. You'd have to be a minor. If I'm at minor and I on. hit it, then I'm at full AC. Okay, so it just catches you. As it this. still would have hit me with a 34, actually, because that 34 would have been where I was, so. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I was, it was a 10 on the die, so I was like curious if the monster hits you on a 10 on the die. Oh, yeah, yeah. It does on its first attack, barely. Yeah. So it's like, that's pretty good AC. That's pretty good. It's a 10 on the die to hit you on its first I mean, hit. I literally can't get it better, actually. That's fair. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> so. Chilling. Pretty cold. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's not that sorry. And 45 points of piercing damage. Okay, uh, I'll uh, shield block it again. This is just a normal animal that lives on Galarian. That was, well, it should not be doing that much damage. That was a, a horrific, that was 12, 12, 10 on 3d12. Oof. That was a horrific damage roll. It's the, it's <laughs> the fun. Thing, I don't usually give you the insight onto the numbers I'm rolling, but I'm like, holy crap, that was a horrific damage roll. How it feels like to be on the receiving end of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty, pretty yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, that's, it's not, that's, that's not wrong. That's the bad times. Uh, and then it is going to swing a wing back, kind of just swiping out backwards towards Trishik, uh with a claw. Swing a wing. That's got to be like the title of his memoir. It's going to be a 25 to hit you. No. It seems to know you're there, but it does not actually turn its head at all. It just reaches back. You duck under it. And then its other wing 
uh, ending in a claw, it brings up and tries to slam down on Rasheen after she's kind of stumbling from this bite. Um, yeah, no chance that hits. Sidestep. Smashes dust. A two on the die on map three. Uh, not in there. No for me, fam. <laughs> oh. I don't roll like you. Battle potato. <laughs> so, as you go to reach down for a potato, this thing that's uh, already bit into you uh, is going to release and try to rebite again. Uh, it's pulling that out. Is an interact action will provoke. He's trying to eat your potato. You didn't know that, so I don't think you knew that. No, you I kinda got that. So I will give you like a, if you, that does provoke if you want a battle medicine. Oh, for attacks the, opportunity. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, no, no, no. It provokes. No, no. It will that. provoke. You, it will it attack you. opportunity you. because you leave yourself open oh. to grab. A yeah, you're reaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're reaching oh, in that case, you're doing more yeah. damage than good here. Wait, would psych up provoke? No, no, it's, that's just mental. You can do that. Oh, well, in that case, I'm like, well, yeah, you didn't know that, so I'll give you the pass. Everyone gets the first uh, time pass when I'm like, yeah, ability provoke. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna psych up then because that. Will still give me. You're also in range of both gugs, so you will provoke from two gugs. Yeah, so the potato. I, that one already did. Oh, that one already did, right? Yeah. So other one's already. So I'm just thing. going to psych up, which will give me nine temporary health. hit points, which is still kind of nice. Um, if I can find the right die, because my math brain don't work good. Math brain no work good. Math that, was, that was King Metaz's hit before you just got rid of. No. Plus, you know, Marshall has a. That was what I meant. I didn't know why you had help. Oh, uh, so he's going to psych up, and he's just going to, despite him not liking these things, he's going to attack the bat because it clearly is hitting a lot harder. Yeah, the bat seems to be having a pretty good amount of headway here against Rishin. It's striking pretty well. Uh, that is a that is a big number. That is a 37. And wait, I'm flanking it, right? You are flanking 37. 37 is absolutely going to hit it, flanking. Yeah, so 30, yeah, 37. That'll hit. When that doesn't hit a flanking opponent, we're just leaving. If 37 yeah. doesn't hit a flanking, you have yeah. made a mistake. And we better be back to Harold. <laughs> a flanking yeah. feared one opponent. Right. So that's 40, fire and slashing. Well, okie dokie. Nice. Solid blow. Leaving one action left still. Well, if it works, do it again. Minus five. And you're chopping at this thing pretty well. Man, it feels good to not be resisted. I'm going to regrip my axe and uh, give it another swing. Thank you for that. There we go. Real points. Much Get better. So what is that? 15. Mm -hmm. so, so that's 10. So that's 33. Um, yeah. Uh, like, well, I'm sure it. 15 on the die. You're saying is that I'm sure it hits and does not. Hit. Uh, 15 is amazing. 33 fire and slashing. 33 fire and slashing. Chop it up. Fire. Nice. You made some hits. And uh, after this series of blows from Marshall, this bat thing is looking pretty clearly injured. Uh, and it looks like it is pulling its focus back from attacking Roshin uh, to possibly trying to find a way out. There is no easily visible way this thing could get out of this enclosed room, though. Uh, it could maybe fit through the crack with a whole lot of work that Resume is physically standing in. It might have come into the door across from you. It's a large double door, 10 feet wide, but it's currently turning away from Rasheed. Mind, obviously, to leaving. Well, now that I'm in position, I'll um, swipe out with a claw while speaking. Apparently, this thing knows what I am, but will not matter. I'm gonna move the map and make you slide everything because it may, I need. I want to have it be able to do the table cam, so they gotta be closer to the camera. Oh yeah, that's fair. Oh no, I'm actually out of my character bubble. 
<laughs> I have to move it a long way for your mini to fall off the bubble. We gotta get gigantic Marshall as a mini. Gotta get Mega Marshall. So, we can do it. Find me the get me find me a model that works. I know he changes Marshall. appearance. If you can find a mini a model that'll work, I'll print it. We can figure. Yeah, we can figure it out. Yeah, yeah. we'll figure it out. It. We'll figure it out at some point. That is a thirty-seven. Thirty-seven flanking. flanked bat. Absolutely gonna hit. You could definitely sneak attack it. It's just a bat. Dice, 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 dice. Look at all the d sixes. It's rogue o'clock. So. 15, 22 total. Okay. Not a bad hit. And um, I'm not really doing much else except for eviscerating the bat because it looks like it wants to leave. So, so yeah, you, you reappear behind it, slashing away. Mm -hmm. Nothing personal, clock, kid. Clock, clock. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll dig in a little bit, lunging forward to uh, drive my claws into its back. Reroll that three. Much to better. a 10, which is a 28. Uh, 28, with flanking, flanking, frightened one. Still not going to be quite enough to land. As it kind of shirks back, twists away from you. Now clearly intent, uh, entirely on protecting itself. One action left. Well, you know, this dice hasn't rolled a 20 yet today. So, does that make it more likely? Uh, yeah. Statistics and odds and wow, that's, that's pretty good. Pretty close. Seventeen. That's a thirty with flanking and fear one. Thirty. You'll hit it with flanking hey. and fear one. Hey. Hey. What are we fawns? Yeah. Hey. Dice six is coming. So, ten, fifteen, twenty-seven. At twenty-seven. Uh, at this point, with you. Beating on one end and Marshall beating on the other. It does not look like it could take another attack from either of you, uh, as it is clearly desperately injured. So, the southernmost of these gugs let, uh, still letting out an, a guttural, repeating cry here. Uh, now converting from this like howling to what sounds like a much more aggressive, almost battle cry. Uh, it's doesn't seem bothered at all by whatever Resme is doing in the corner. There is a gigantic man in front of it, and neither Gug is happy about this situation. <laughs> so this Gug, uh, not wanting, seeing you just eviscerate this bat, is going to shirk further back down the corner, so it's almost like sat on the ground, almost cross-legged, uh, with both of its feet together, and just reach out, slapping at you with claws, not willing to get any closer than it is to Marshall. Because he is big and scary. Um, and it's gonna be a 25 to hit you. He put himself a little too far back. He is a little a little overly cautious here. So Will's not really into it. Um, <laughs> but as that one kind of gets just crates across your armor heartlessly, it brings in the other claw with a little bit of renewed vigor for uh math a clock. 35 to hit. Oh, me? Yeah. Uh, 35 is going to hit. So the second claw is going to catch it for 19 points of slashing damage. 19. And then that same, the second forelimb on that same arm, swiping up from below, almost snapping them together like a, 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 a giant claw. Oh, so much math. Because you can roll different numbers on different dice and still again. have them ID the same numbers, and so it looks like it's you have combinations, not permutations. Yeah, I put a little Raz. Thing, didn't I? Um, Raz, 
still just holding that one note is going to try to focus his magics to make it linger a little bit longer and reverberate a little bit more. So we're going to use a free action to use lingering performance. So okay. it's a performance check versus the normal You're DC. The normal DC for your level, right? Normal DC for the highest level affected by the cantrip, which so is going to be, be your level. Yeah. It's going to be Dirge of Doom, so... Okay. Anyways. Oh, the highest level affected? Yeah. Okay. So... So it's going to be a 32. 30 will succeed. 32 uh, will succeed. So it's a regular success, which means it lasts for three three rounds. And then I'm going to look at Marshall as that's echoing around. You know, I heard once that dwarven, dwarves started to... Um, Give their children L at a very, 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 very young age. Is that is that true? Tell me that's true. Straight out of the womb, boy. And as he's asking, <laughs> as he's asking the question, you feel baptizing with baptizing. <laughs> you feel soothed as a fourth level soothe comes over you. Appreciate it. So I need two more. There's one and there's another. I keep forgetting those exist. Percentile dice count. Oosh. And that is I can't math. Nineteen, twenty-one, twenty-five plus. Plus four per die. How many left for those? 16? 25 plus 16. The 41. 41. 41. 41 health back, Marshall. Woo! I will take it. Thank you. Health is good. That was health a healthy is... roll. Yes, it was. Really healthy. <sighs> you have one action left, right? That's Which all of it. Was it not a free action? For <laughs> uh, free action for lingering and then the cantrip itself. Oh, uh, yep. right. I didn't realize you actually did. I thought that was extending one from last turn. I see. Yep. Uh, Roshin, then. All right. Roshin smells blood, and it's not hers. It's ripping Terra Clock. <laughs> it's ripping uh, She's just going to press immediately in to press the advantage on this thing. Uh, so that's going to be a curse mode gives me a bonus to hit also. So that's a 32. 32 will hit. Okay. Flanked, frightened, bad, and almost certainly... Don't know if it's possible you could not slay this. 20. Yeah, you uh, absolutely are going to take it down. Cut and the leg, tackle it, drive the sword, pull out, so step away. I am so happy you killed that thing before I got to go again. <laughs> Glory kill the bat. Glory kill the bat. No, afflicted. Has... What? Afflicted. Did you name something Glory? No. Oh. Just, you you killed it with your sword. Did I you? did kill it with Flick, yeah. Yeah, you did kill it with Flick. Afflicted. Um... And uh, I've got a bunch of actions left. You do. Um, it's only one. You slid strike it down. Uh, oh, also, let me make sure I get my fast healing because I get a lot of it now. Um, raise the shield and press forward uh, to the to the gug, well expecting it to lash out at me as Absolutely I charge. Absolutely is going to. As you charge forward, it's latched onto Marshall but has two claws on one arm that can sweep towards you. Uh, one clearly goes high, but the other... Be a 33 to hit. Uh, 33 just gets me. And uh, just barely powering through your shield, just barely powering through your shield. 15 points of slashing damage. 15 points of slashing Where there damage. There is maximum, there is also minimum. There is also minimum. Uh, shield block. Balance and in the universe. I'll take only two points. The 2d8 attack rolled double ones, and the 3d12 attack just pretty much rolled triple, triple 12. So, like, go. it's even, right? Yeah. <laughs> what all evens out? I'm moving one square further, unless I can't get that oh, far. Oh, yeah, you don't. You can. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the fountain's not really big enough to massively impede you going around it. Uh, I just don't want it to be able to retreat up the wall. Right, we'll take care of this. 
If it does, it enters my terrain. Resume. Oh, yeah, actually, no, it wouldn't have that idea. Roshin's um, getting bloodthirsty. So. so I will use an action to sustain the spell, and as part of that sustained spell, my invisible self gets my three actions, uh, one of which is going to be to move uh, near, closer to Marshall. Yeah, right there. And uh, to start to uh, cast... Uh, and as uh, my invisible self, and as my fake self casts, my real self is actually going to cast uh, Phantasmal Killer. And you can see the gug clearly reaching out to swipe at your image here. Excellent. So what's your Burn that reaction. Yes, absolutely. Done. Using a stack opportunity. 31. 31. Um, and it's going to seem to realize, you see it twist and cock its head, that this thing is not real. It slashes pretty clearly through it. And seems to realize that it's not worth its time to turn its attention elsewhere. It does not break my invisibility, though. No, it doesn't. He just disbelieves that illusion. Uh, so a vision of uh, love and kindness and rainbows and babies smiling at their this mothers for the this... first time. Well, you assume can... these things are just like purified evil. You're, you're pretty right. Pretty right. <laughs> but they are people. It's from the nightmare direct d- dimension. You... I'm giving it from the happy dreams dimension. Have you looked at the art? <laughs> we can flip gun. that card around if you want to give you some perspective. Yeah. That's the yeah, mall of, pretty of angry. the abyss. Well, you just, this is, you are judging off appearances here, good sir. Well, we also haven't hit it once, and it's hit us like 20 times. G- g- well, g- yeah, giveth I mean, unto me a will save. Barge into his house, and you're trying to do bad stuff to it. Barging in, we're saving oh, it. Saved it. it. We the... saved it from the evil bat thing, and it has not been grateful. I used the good will save on disbelieving the illusion. Oh, it really is the good one. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get interest you? Oh, he's frightened. Why? <laughs> 22. Oh, it oh, almost, almost died. It almost died. Uh, so You're 31 on your DC. Yeah. One off critically failing. <laughs> that was uh, money. Wow. That's so crazy. So it's. The cash is <laughs> so it is now frightened too. And it's yeah, gonna probably. and it's gonna take eight d six mental damage. Oh, kittens! <laughs> oh, happiness! <laughs> Baby, mine! Tear your eyes out! It hisses and gog. Just says gog loud. Gog! <laughs> uh, it's gonna be twenty eight mental damage, and it is frightened too. 28 mental damage. I assume that's about what you get from getting baby sharks stuck in your head. Yeah, oh. that's fair. Essentially. No. <laughs> and uh, that's bringing us two extras. One extra slain, two to cast. So it brings us to the northernmost of the Gugs, who's realizing things are bad here. Uh, he does not like you at all. And he is going <laughs> to step back. Pivoting uh, slowly, kind of working away from you as he kind of looks like he's going to pivot his way around Marshall. Uh, how hurt does Marshall look? I'm sorry? How hurt does Marshall look? Um, well, after that very lovely reminder of dwarvish, you know, eternity stories and whatever, um, he's he's not as bad as you think, but he's, he's pretty beat up. So he is going to turn his attention actually to strike out towards Rasheen. Like, he look, it looks like it is terrified of Rasheen. I will uh, be too. And you are well within its range here. So it is going to strike out, you know, like moving its way with its legs and one arm across the ground as it strikes with both claws from one hand. Uh, it's 
gutter eliminations. Go, 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 go. <laughs> I almost feel bad for distressed. it. But... Poor thing. Oh, man, this thing sucks. 28 to hit. Uh, 28, she's just going to bat <laughs> that away. Uh, and then I... Uh, be 29 to hit. <laughs> it's better, but uh, no, just she, she just smash. She actually pu- shield blocks and punches the blows away uh, as what wounds she has are slowly, visibly closing. And he looks, he's like, he's not okay with that. He doesn't have a face to give expression, but this thing is clearly scared. Uh, Marshall. Well, I'm going to be uh, sacking up. Gug two in the distance, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be turning over to my friend to the right, right here, and uh, take a big old swing. Yeah, he's trying to get away now. Who said you can run? Uh, twenty-seven. I guess it's is not going to hit it. Twenty-seven. No. Uh. 27 is not going to hit it, is it? It's yeah, pivoting it. around you. Well, it's now kind of between you and the wall, and you're so large, it's sort of hard to get Big Red actually down there to hit it in this space. Well, take another swing at it. Why not? Much better. That's going to be a 32. 32 is absolutely going to hit it. Whew, that's a big number. Uh, 16, 17, that's... 34 plus 2 is 36. 36. So many numbers. Okay. And I guess that's it for me. Well, this thing is relatively large. The Gugs actually seem to be significantly less sturdy than the weird Bat Beast was. As we come around to Trashik, way up in the back of the room. Well, I'm, uh, in a pretty good position to just pull out an arrow and start shooting. So shooting from behind the pile of dwarf corpses. So that's no. good cover. Actually, me. let's have some fun with this. Oh no! Don't have fun with the dwarf corpses. No, with oh, those, those are for later. Gross! Don't let Marshall. I'm see going you. to pull up the cloak of the Montebank. Okay. And dimension door to behind it, right here in the corner. Thank you very much. Not flanking. I'm going to trip it. You're going to trip the spaghetti monster. Yes. Okay. Okay. He's going to try. Well, he will succeed. That's impossible. Good luck, idiot. 32. I'll have you know its reflex save is freaking terrible. It goes down. (laughs) (laughs) It is kind of a giant pile of appendages (laughs) that's looking away from you. That's amazing. (laughs) Me and Kobe feel this pain. We're very easy to tip over. Our center of gravity is way too high. Oh my god. And I am concealed until the end of my next turn. Trishik appearing back here in a puff of smoke from this cloak. Taking a leg of this Gug and dragging it to the ground. Southern Gug looks like he is very concerned about the situation. He's going to turn to this lizard that has just appeared and uh, start reaching out with claws. It seems less afraid of you. You look small and less terrifying, (laughs) but you are concealed. So I'm just going to preemptively roll three D20s and see how many of these don't hit you. Just regular concealed? Yep. Just a five. The first two. <laughs> don't hit you. And I'm going to nimble dodge the third. 
Oh yeah, which one was it? This is the third. You nimble dodge when it's going to attack you. So I imagine you would nimble dodge the first. Yeah. Because well, it's like... Was that the first attack? Oh, it's literally the first the two first attacks. The first two are going to fail. It was for simplicity okay. I rolled the full I got you, I got you. But nimble dodge would be when it goes yeah. to swing at you. But it is going to have freaking map three. So... Ooh, but you can roll good sometimes. Uh, can I interest you? Good, sir. And a 33 to hit. It hits. He manages to get you, and he gets increasingly more desperate the more he swings and does not and manage to hit you because there's weird smoke and he's having a hard time. And the more scared he gets. Yeah. Uh, 15 points of slashing damage. This is a min or max damage roll kind of fight over here for sure. So I only take nine. You still got a 10 hit points. I yeah, haven't you haven't touched. been hit yet. Yeah. Rez. Um, well. Take this. I just fill up a teleconnect projectile. Nice. A nearby rock. Like uh, the one that's already been hit. Okay. Can I interest you in a 26? Uh, well, he is prone and frightened, but still no. Uh, 26 isn't quite going to do it. Cool. That's that's it. Raz hands. Raz hands. Raz. All right, Roshin. All right, Roshin. That's going to uh, be your new t-shirt, by the way. Raz hands. Kind of uh, <laughs> going to give a savage grin as I see just incredibly vulnerable monster. Here's your meal. And <laughs> <laughs> doing a gug tonight, Vanity. Never something been more served up on a silver platter. <laughs> it wasn't. I'll carve the turkey. Start a fight, nightmare monster. Round four. <laughs> <laughs> How it's this is a perfect how it started how it's going meme right here That's with true. walking into this horror chamber and now this gug flailing on the ground <laughs> super like doom marine mode walking up to it. Roshin's the scariest thing in the room right now. That sounds a lot. All right, um, and just step up and just chop down at this thing. Um, that's a natural one, but I'm not having any of that. I have this hero point here, right, right here that Kevin Katarn gave me to be awesome, and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and make use of it. Uh, that's a 19 on the die, significantly better. That was money, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so let's see here. That's a 42 on the prone, frightened, flanked. 42 is going to be a uh, regular hit. Oh, my God, these not, things. No, he dodges. Definitely kidding. Oh, it's definitely kidding. Oh, I was about to say, there's no way. <laughs> no way. No, it's absolutely kidding. Punks. All right, not bad on damage either. All right, so that's going to be, let's see, 11, 15, 18, plus maximum curse damage, 28 times two. 56. 56 Holy slashing crap. and fire damage. Uh, watch this health bar. Kathunk. <laughs> <laughs> That was attack number and one. And it's gone. Nice. Uh, and uh, I, I'll... To show you the power of flex tape, I knew this gug in half. <laughs> That's like a lot of damage. That's like a lot of damage. Right on this yep. right now. Obviously, the flex tape didn't work. Look at their wrists. Off. The nightmare. The nightmare. Um, and uh, I, I'll. Uh, she's she's enjoying this, so she'll she'll just raise her shield. <laughs> she's enjoying this. Oh, oh what? you're not two-handed. What kind of major curse is this? Not two-handing your sword. I can't two-hand flick. It doesn't oh, work. Oh, it's flick, right? So I, if I had freaking I so thorn out, I would sword. be carving. Resume. Flick actually does the same amount of damage. Um, it's a trade-off. 
resume uh knowing that actually, this thing has a already like kind of found her out yeah, um, it seems be interested. uh is going to uh, focus in on the one that everyone seems to be focusing in on <laughs> okay um Bully and <laughs> she's going to uh sustain um by uh casting magic missile at the thing from her fake from fake resume and, uh, and then yeah, as it casts the gug on the ground it's just gonna slap out towards you trying to make it stop um, 31. What a dumb lad. Like, <laughs> really just slapping away over here. And a real resume will also cast uh, a, a fourth level magic missile on this okay. on this lad. Only has two actions, but still. Yeah, two actions, but it is. Some of those magic illusion missiles were real. <laughs> he can't, that's why he can't tell. He can't tell which ones are and aren't hurting him. <laughs> It's coming like from casting behind magic missile. He's taking damage from magic missile. It's not like he knows it's different. So 18, that is going to reveal you because it is invisibility, and you're casting an offensive spell. Uh, it's doesn't matter. It's misleading. It's misleading. Does not invisibility or invisibility? Because I'm pretty sure it gives you the effects of invisibility. You can you can look it up regardless of how much damage you take. We can. Uh, twenty four points. Okay. I like the two fours, two twos, and two threes. Yes, it was excellent. Twenty four points of damage. A force damage. All right, and then he is on the ground, and he's not happy about it. So he's going to kind of contort a bunch of limbs to right himself. Marshal o'clock. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, yes, you do, apparently. 27. 27 heads. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, you don't. He's frightened and prone. and frightened one. 27 actually hits him. Uh... I'm so sorry, my gug. <laughs> You had a cool mini and everything. You didn't deserve this. My, my child. Okay, hold on. So that's nine plus seventeen. What you rolling for? It's the opposite. Uh, I target his perception DC. He doesn't target. Uh, twenty-eight slashing and fire. Okie dokie. Or, but it doesn't break. Yeah, that's right. They also get a chance to. A solid. Yeah. Chop. And then he uh, does manage to right himself. Before he is just going to lash out mm, in fury. Uh, as he stands up, as he stands up, uh, he is going to go into a furor, uh, lashing out as he's surrounded in, in all directions, claws flying out wildly as this thing flexes and bows and twists, uh, screaming out just one continuous roar. Uh, claws, uh, one of them's going to pass through Resme's image. He still thinks it's real. Uh, he's <laughs> <laughs> one of them is going to lash out at Trishik. Be nimble dodging. I just waited. I just paused for a second. Conceal. I assumed you were going to be nimble, nimble dodge. Okay. Oh yeah, conceal. Um, I guess that's concealment then. And then I'll, I'll nimble dodge. Yeah. Nimble dodge before conceal. That's the point. When he attacks, uh, well, you, you I'm, I'm dodge. nimble dodging the attack yeah, okay. regardless. I'm just saying. making sure you remember. Uh, and then 27 <laughs> to hit you. No, not even close. Um, it is going to be a 40 to hit Marshall. Oof, that is a, uh, that is a crit. And... Uh... 24 to hit Roisin. <laughs> just laughing at it. She's just laughing at it. I rolled a 2. I rolled a 3. I rolled a 4. I rolled an 18. <laughs> <laughs> and that's up. Does a 34 crack his deception DC, just out of curiosity? Perception DC? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, cool. He's still fooled. Okay. Um, 
So it's only going to land a single claw on Marshall, but it is going to get it in pretty well. You're a big target, and it's just feral, wild defense at this point. It's going to hit you for 38 points of slashing damage. That's not as bad as I no, thought. No, that's the crit. Yeah, I mean the... Oh, that's after that's, the crit? That's after crit, yeah. Ah. Next, individual hits are not hitting that hard. The whole point is you're not getting close to them to hit them unless you have a marshal or a dimension door. They got noodle hands. They're intended to hit a lot. This is the combat dimension. Mm. Marshal, it is now your turn. And there's very turn the favor. Who looks very uh, injured. Well, I'm gonna, out of safety, I'm gonna psych up one more time. Because that seems like a good idea. Um, math is correct. And then I'm gonna take a smack at the angry boy. Into the dice pit, please. Do better. Tries well, I'm standing up school. Uh, that is much better than what landed down here. 39. <laughs> um, you... It's frightened one. Dang it. 39, Chris. Such money! The favor. It, is it dead? I'm pretty I'm freaking positive it's dead. You have a 34 just off your modifier. Don't alone. roll ones. It is, it's dead. It's dead. <laughs> if you want to roll a bunch of dice because you like the sound it just, makes. Like, I'm just nuts, curious but... to see what it would be. How dead is it? Dead. Oh, that's Reasonably still pretty dead. solid. It has that's... 31 health. It's dead. Oh, yeah, that's like he's dead. a lot. Yeah, he, he's it's just like eviscerated. <laughs> Wait, did it crit him? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's so dead. Guess what specialization I still have. They're not adjacent. They're not, they have to be adjacent to each other. Even with my reach? No, yeah, they have to be adjacent to each other. Sad. All right, the well. explanation is so specific. Well, with this guy specifically, I'm just literally going to hack him into... You want a turkey? I'll give you a turkey. As this thing just splits into... And then I, as the axe lands, and I gl gl uh, glance over to the other one. Now it's your turn. I just flip the axe to the side and just go right around. It's not act spe specialization, but it'll do. <laughs> it'll do. Is that an 18? I believe that's an 18. <laughs> it is an 18. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're bullying the cocks. 36 on that one. 36 hits. It is frightened one. Two. Hey, that 36 is hit regardless of the frightened one. Uh, that is 14 plus 17. That's 21 plus... That's 31. 30, I'm sorry. 31 plus 6. That's 37. 37 fire slashing on that guy. All right, chunk a pretty good hit into him as well. Which is bringing us to Trishik. So, you know what worked really well? Murdering it. <laughs> Laying it gently down on the ground for everyone else. <laughs> so, you know what I'm going to do again? I'm going to five foot step over because I know he's got long, gangly arms. Energy and, um... Time. Yeah. Gugs are supposed to be horror demons, and we're not even bullying all these gugs. Stop hitting yourself. Stop, Stop hitting yourself. yourself. I'm just going to... Give me your feet, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, his toes are mine. <laughs> You're a toe thief over here. That's a 36 to trip. <laughs> Give me those toes. <laughs> so you want to know the worst part? Well, that almost critically succeeds. It does critically succeed. <laughs> so which takes... means you do D6 damage to him when he falls <laughs> He bonks down. his head on the floor. Two. Two. <laughs> Ew. And then... That's just adding insult to injury. Why is well, that even... Yeah, he's prone. Wow. <laughs> you see... He's super prone. It's like ascended prone. He's on the ground. He flipped first. Yeah, he does a full flip and lands on his head. <laughs> so, his mouth. I'm just going to reach down and take part of his body and rip it out. 
After that's, the discussion with Harold, it's it's like, oh yeah, just another rock walker. Yeah, we so eat rock that's walkers. That's a 30. That's what we have to do. 30 gets. Well, here goes a chunk of his body. Guess who gets sneak attack because he's prone. It's the rogue. Oh. Um, 22 on just the dice. So 29. That was three sixes, a three and a one. That's pretty good. Dice. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, it is his turn. He is not, I would say, pleased with the current situation. Uh, he is. All they had to do was just stay in the corner and not move. Seen Marshall mm -hmm. obliterate his friend and also the bat. And so, you know, plan a plan forms in his tiny going brain. <laughs> that plan starts with stand-up. Are, are you sure it's not like, please don't kill me? 38. Frightened one in front. <laughs> Good dough. The tiny going brain wasn't ready for this. On a critical, he still stands up, right? It doesn't interrupt. Okay. Movement. I had that backwards initially. It interrupts, okay. interacts, not moves. Okay. So, oh God, and that was because one of the first things they came up with was the tail Chiruka, and they oh. specifically do interrupt moves. That's like their thing. But normally, no, he still gets up. I mean, he probably won't get up for an unrelated reason to the interaction <laughs> of cutting an attack opportunity. 30. That's a crit. So, 60. Oh, so 60. Oh, he's still alive. Oh, and he, he's still alive. And he takes persistent fire damage. He's alive and he's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> It, it is his life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just see Kermit the uh, frog arms going. <laughs> he is going to, as he pulls himself up, he doesn't stand upright. He bends over kind of backwards, twisting around like some horror demon, uh, puts his claws into the walls behind him and starts to spider climb up along the wall. This is the and, only time I actually get to use this. No escape. You, are, you use your reaction for oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You only get one reaction. Yeah. Never mind. Um, he's not going to climb terribly high off of the ground. He's going to climb about 15 feet. Um, and he's going to move, scampering around to up on the wall above the corpse of his dead friend, where as he claws his way along with his hands, his legs kind of uh, just tucked over him, almost like a scorpion hmm. as he goes. He gets to this door and reaches down towards the door below him. Clearly trying to open it to make his mistake, but it's like reactions to get here. So Raz, is Raz gonna end an encounter? Is it possible? Is it possible? Um, he's going to, that looks like a projectile. Being, you know, that's the only cantrip I have that does. Oh, he's gonna take some fire damage. One too. fire damage. He's also ah. a little spicy. Oh. You know five. what? Raz is feeling super duper inspired by his own music playing. I haven't sounded this good in years. <laughs> Raz is here to win. Yeah! Um, into an 18. There you 18, go. So that is a 39. <laughs> and he's frightened. He's frightened one. That's a critical hit. <laughs> oh my god. No! <laughs> You're about to put this through his spinal cord. <laughs> As six plus five. He's frightened one! That's exactly a crit! This is the most money out of a fright I've ever seen! <laughs> Holy crap! That Dirge of Doom has done so many things in this fight! <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> I have 3d6 in my hand. Oh, we have more. Don't worry. Don't worry. Here you are, my son. If you ever need d6s, ask the road. He's got a point. For a very average roll. 
Doesn't matter. Does nice. matter. I'm pretty sure it's 10, dead. 19. As he's scampering over, what happens? His gug buddy. You see the arm from the first gug. It doesn't rip off, it just shoots up. <laughs> as as Raz targets the claw and just tries to rip it up, but the whole arm just goes whoop, right up through the gugs. Spinal cord, because he doesn't have a head. You're not convinced they have a spine the way they're moving. Yeah, I'm not convinced mean, they're anything. But as you shoot it up, the arm from its dead brother pierces up and punches right through the main body of this gug as it crawls across the wall. Jeez. And it drops from its position above the door, falling into a heap atop its comrade here. <laughs> was... 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 Was, was, was that easy? Relatively speaking, was not a problem except for the bit. The bit appears to have done a good number on Roshin. Are you okay? Oh, darling, are you all right? uh, Not nearly as badly mauled as she probably should be. I'm at about two thirds. Fast healing, of course, stops as this last gug falls, but the curse still pretty well gripping you, I would imagine. Oh yeah, Uh, Roshin is laughing. Uh, In fact, I imagine that when Marshall just like brought the axe down, Roshin's like right in the splash zone. (laughs) (laughs) Just opening up your mouth like. <laughs> and I got problems. <laughs> he says as he shrinks back down to regular size. We're the uh, heroes. Uh, I just walk up to you, splash some dwarven moonshine in your face. Ah, snap out of it, lass. Come on now. If we're gonna take a break, let's at least drink like civilized people. Raz comes over the rocks. Come on. I think the blood off Roshin. Prestidigitation. Repeatedly. Oh, you're, so a da- it's all gone. you're a darling. Thank you. While we're waiting, I'm going to properly potato myself. Yeah, we don't need to roll any of that right now. We can okay. roll that out. We yeah, can, yeah, we yeah, can we'll do, do it the, later. Sorry. The follow up of this next session. Oh, and but, so uh, incidentally, um, mislead gives me the higher level invisibility, so it oh, does, does not. Oh, it does give you great, so, Yep. So it does not break when I take uh, aggressive actions. Neat. What makes it so cool is you have to break both things. You have to break my deception, and then you have to break my invisibility, and you have to do it separately. Okay. So yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, if it's heightened really invisibility, cool. then yeah, you don't get revealed at all. That's awesome. That's like super neat. It's my so, favorite spell. I love it. What level does invisibility heighten? Fourth. Fourth. Oh. They didn't change the level on that. That stayed the same. So uh, as these gugs fall on a heap, their bodies piled on each other, just a sprawl of arms and legs heaped almost exactly in front of the stone door. It seems to be the only clearly visible way to leave this chamber. Hmm. So as Marshall sits down to uh, take his potato and to heal, you guys are kind of gathering your thoughts here. You have you have accidentally made a really good barricade <laughs> between you and whatever might have been on the other side here. I've got ten minutes of time to start cutting them up and moving them. Yeah, if you want to, if you really if want, want to keep going, but we might actually want to rest. We've actually I, gone through. I, yeah. I would yeah, like we, to we, rest. That, that gives me time to, unless we want to literally use it as a barricade. This, this is a lovely room of death. I think it is a fabulous place to take a nap. And looking around it now, with uh, time and without the pressure of these horrible gug demons spread throughout the area, uh, it looks. Like, uh, even though it's a bit overgrown, it's a bit damaged and very overgrown with this strange fungus that's wrought throughout it, uh, this hall looks like it was once grandiose. Uh, a lot of time and effort and craftsmanship was put into this. 
these carvings that you see of the dwarves uh, all extend all the way around the chamber, like a, a fresco wrapping the entirety of the room. And it's not a small room. It's like 30 feet across and double that in length. This would have taken even a team of skilled craftsmen weeks or months to inscribe into the wall and the kind of detail that it looks like it once has or once had. It's now pockmarked with this strange clumps of this hair-like fungus and in way in places worn away, damaged. Uh, unlike Harold the Friendly Spider outside, the gugs look like they are much more damaging to the surrounding environs and it's uh, especially around the lower half of this 30-foot high room. Clear gouges and claw marks where they've moved around, uh, seemingly sometimes even having bored through bits of the wall or scraped away large portions for no apparent reason that you can really see. But it is not silent in here. You can hear some sound coming through the doors as you stand near it, Trishik and uh, Rasheen here. Uh, you can hear in the distance more of these guttural calls. Uh, it is all but certain that beyond this doorway into the rest of whatever the structure once was, there are plenty more gugs where this came from. And who could know what else? Don't like it. Mm. Mm. Sounds like fun. I hope it's not a bat or a giant spider is exactly a bat and a, <laughs> a giant, giant spider. spider. <laughs> Can we have a talk? <laughs> exactly the things we didn't want to None of that was planned. Oh, I wonder. No, I know. So if this keeps going, we just wish for a giant pile of gold. Boy, I sure hope it's not infinite money in the next room. <laughs> I sure hope it's not level 20 in the now, next room. No, I'm telling you, Sal's in the next room. Sal's are done. Oh, my customers. This wagon. Oh, get out of here. Like I'll oh, get that out of the way. Give me a minute. Uh, close the door, though. I can't do it if you're looking. <laughs> but. Salsar Todd's Cell Gugporium. There was an attempt. I think <laughs> it's the cellar and it's full of gugs. Is it a cellar? It looks like it was a massive uh, meeting hall. We're it's underground. underground. It is under the ground. Is that is that all? It's, it's required to be a cellar? Is yes. it? It's a room. It's not on the surface. And you sell yeah. stuff in it. Keep in mind, it's dwarven, so everything's underground. Or store it. Harold That's what I mean. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't think their entire city is a cellar. It's a cellar. To feed. Listen. <laughs> I think this is a good place to call it for yeah. us to end our session for the week. Can we have a Harold t-shirt, please? <laughs> no. Harold the friendly the eldritch abomination. Chill, the most chilled nightmare. Do you have a question for me? He's chilling. Let me He's tell you about out. how the, the gravitational like, you know that, tides work. You know those nightmares that are not kind of, not really scary, you're just perturbed the entire time? Harold. Harold. Yeah, I... It's a nightmare. All things considered, this has somehow been a spectacularly clean session for the team. Uh, you guys obviously ran into some actual angry nightmare monsters, but dispatched them with relative ease. And well, uh, Harold was a pretty chill dude, so... I feel like I after Harold, they just weren't that scary. This is way better than the crystals <laughs> trying to eat you and then the purple worm. Yeah, that was this actually times. eating us. <laughs> actually eating you. This has been way more of a chill experience. <laughs> just hanging out with the boys in this weird abandoned dwarven auditorium. The boys are weird and like to say gug, gug, gug a lot, but... <laughs> you I guess know, that's why they're called that. It's a thing. Let's, let's not judge them. I mean, these things look... I like to say my name a lot. Yeah, I know you do. These things look freaking horrifying. I know, right? I love, I love hate things. gugs. Like, 
So Gugs are, are like the thing I never want to fight. So wait, it's it. those are Pokemon, and you so must mean you're a Pokemon too. Yeah. Rats. Rats. Raz, 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 Draw this on for another hour. Of just <laughs> we'll just, we, we just sit here for like four more minutes just saying Raz on the table raz, over and over raz, again. Raz, raz, but raz. we're in that situation again where we have like five-ish minutes left of hey, our normal hey. stream slot. Ooh, and, uh, Ooh can I put we, the Gugs in my bag of holding and make them into Pokemon? Opening this door before us is both way too good of a cliffhanger to not leave for next session and probably more than five minutes of quick content. Yeah, it is. So it's probably uh, a good idea to hold this here. So yeah, if anyone in the chat, uh, we can... You got questions? Pivot this over &A, to yes. AMA and chill for a moment at the tail end of the stream here. It's been a while since we've done it, I think. Yeah. Too. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, whenever we got like five ish minutes at the end of the stream, I got no problem just hanging out for Might a couple well. minutes. Uh, oh. Letting Chad know some things. Ask us the real hard hitting questions. Yeah. Letting them learn. If you guys are secrets. curious about his Latin name, we've come up with one. Wait, what? Uh, my Latin name? No, no, no. Raz's. Oh. Put yeah. that little, uh, the mini, by the way. Put your, your gug. Oh, yeah. A little closer to the camera here so we can. Go, yeah, look at that. That right there is, uh, you could probably tell by looking at it, not a Gug, but it is pretty close to a Gug. Uh, and that was a really cool miniature that I, I got in a board game not terribly long ago that I got because it was a font of really cool miniatures. And this is just the first opportunity I've had to have an excuse to put some of them on the table. So thank you, Nick, for painting that. Absolutely. My pleasure. Uh, favorite addition to Lost Omens Ancestry Guide. Lizard Winglets. folk have actual feats. Nobody cares about lizard folk. Winglets. Cobalt. What? Wow. what? No. I haven't seen any Winglets. I'm sorry. So they, they come with the Ancestry Guide, which is a whole bunch of, like, it's a bunch, a ton of new races, actually. A lot of rare ones. Like androids are back in now, uh, but a whole bunch of racial feats for a lot of the existing rates, races, and kobolds got a new feat tree that starts with winglets because they're dragonlings, right? Yeah. So they actually get like the ability to fly by the end of it. They just let's just get more stuff in there, whole, right? I'm sure they do. Yeah, I don't care about kobolds. But uh, but kobolds get a feat called winglets. I want to hear a which point. doesn't let them fly. But it lets them jump a little higher. It increases the height of their high jump by like five feet and the distance to their long jump by ten feet. They flap their dumb little winglets <laughs> and they can jump just a little bit better. <laughs> oh, Aphorites. Awesome. I love winglets. Zeeples, how long, uh, Nick, how long did that purple worm take you to paint? So actually it's not too long. Um, so um, Games Workshop has a line of paints called contrast paints and they're basically witchcraft in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> they're actual literal magic. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, actual they're magic. pretty glorious. Um, so I basically, uh, there's basically three colors of contrast on the purple worm. There's the underbelly, the carapace and the tongue. Um, and then after that, I go over um, the ridges with a, a really stark highlight, like uh, which is actually, it's like a bright pink, even though it looks purpley on the camera. Um, so the whole thing stands out. So actually, it didn't take me that long at all. I'd probably say, um, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half, two hours for the main contrast for, for paints are actually it, just like cheating. contrast paints are cheating, and I'm all for like there's there's hobby purists that are like, oh, you get a better result if you go like the old fashioned build it up in like four different colors and layers, and yeah, technically you might, but that takes like six hours, and hours I'm later. all for things that are easy. Marshall called it first. You get to hear the play from Arcadis. There you go. One for next session. Are there any plans to move to another world besides Galarian? Uh, actually, possibly. Uh, the reason that I have uh, we run this adventure path and I have run adventure paths for years uh, is because, well, they did all of this for me and I can still do funny stuff like Harold, who 
If anyone is excited to go look through book four of the Age of Ashes for Harold, you will not find him. I'm sorry. I added him because I thought it would be really funny. Um, I love Harold so much. And I just much. do stuff like that sometimes. But it's it gives me a great framework. Like, I don't have to make a map. I don't have to design this dungeon with these encounters with Gugs. That's all done for me. But I can still do a bunch of stuff. Uh, I can work with the world. We can add things like uh, Rasheen's mother, uh, which is a large connection to this. That obviously Rasheen's mom is not written into the adventure. It was not <laughs> planned specifically for Rasheen to be a character. Things like Harold or Sal Sartod. Uh, I can expand on it in a variety of ways without, but I don't have like, I, I wish I did. I don't have the time to make a, a full homebrew from scratch. But there, I have kind of been working on something in the background really slowly that maybe when the end of Age of Ashes comes may actually have a homebrew that we can do, possibly. Ooh. I've had a concept for years that I've just been slowly adding pieces to. Hmm. But really, the hard part is, like, maps. Like, maps and encounters and building all that. Like, I can just throw a story at the wall forever. But, especially because we have a digital show, like, I need, I need these assets and stuff that we can show you guys. I guess I don't actually need them, but they make the show dramatically better. I'd like to have them. He's not there. I was furiously flipping through pages like, I missed a what? Yeah, no, Harold's not in the book. I'm sorry. Harold is great, though. I, uh, you somehow missed a spider of Lang named Harold. I, I, I'm pretty sure no one would miss that on purpose. Harold was a good time. Dude, he's great. Harold you would not is have missed Harold before the spider purpose. of Lang. He is my spirit animal. Spirit. Uh, that is what I mean, Mucker, yes. Uh, it has adapted quite a lot since then, but it was kind of the original idea I had kind of inspired by the world of a game called Bioshock. I miss um, that game. And that it was, it was somewhat similar. It would... Pathfinder 2nd Edition also has made a lot less effort to adapt things. But to be honest, I'm really waiting for the Strength of Thousands adventure path to come out because I think that adventure path is going to have a system in it which I will be able to take and very easily adapt the idea I have because a large basis of my homebrew is that there is not magic. So you have to play like Fighter Ranger Rogue Monk kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would not be able to take any feats or abilities that had the traits of any of the four spell schools. Hmm. Um, hmm. But magic is obviously going to be included. It's Pathfinder. Like, uh, we're, we're going to have to do magic things. We have to. But I want to introduce that, like, separately. It wouldn't be a base part of your character. Okay. And the next adventure path that's coming, uh, Strength of Thousands, semicolon Longy Hogwarts, <laughs> I believe has a system for strapping an independent magical progression onto an otherwise non-magical character. So I really want to see how they do it. Like, aside from just sticking an archetype on somebody? Like yeah, cooked up yeah I kind of want to see how that book does it, mm -hmm. so I can, you know, filter all of those ideals wholesale, probably, yeah. <laughs> to adapt to what I'm trying to do. Ooh, should That's we talk about the uh, other thing we're doing next Sunday? Oh, yes. uh, well, uh, on the Paizo channel, I don't know Got if it. I can. But what we should talk about is how grateful we are for all you guys coming and hanging out. We yes. love you guys. Because Thank I think you. about now, we're going to take our leaf. We'll be back here next week, next Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, to open the spooky door on the other side of this strange hall. Hey, we're into buildings now. So, I mean, Raz knew about the history of Sagarok and what happened with Kovler. And Whenever if this is Sagarok, then we're, al we're, we're almost there, probably. How can we even say that without going do? Do, stop, do. stop, stop. We <laughs> only have to fight through what appears to be uh, maybe infinity gugs that have now taken over and it's their city. Can we just like open the door? I cast fireball, just like let it burn <laughs> out. For, just close it again. Yeah. <laughs> Wait 15 minutes. <laughs>
peek back in. Set the timer on your toaster oven. <laughs> I can I get some gently smoldering gugs. I just I just envision Set like Roshin on one end of the door, Marshall on the other, and then she's at the end going, "All right, ready? We open the door. She fires <laughs> it, goes down the hallway. We quickly close it. We're both like." <laughs> but, Thanks to all of you for being here. Thanks, of course, to Paizo for sponsoring yes. our show. Um, Sirenscape for the cool soundboards. Their gug sound effects are super fantastic. Yeah, not creepy really at all. Not weird at all. And we will see you all next week. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your weekends. Set gug Stay to safe. Gug, 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 gug. Gug, 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 gug